boom shalak lock boom bitches. Boom shalaka laka boom. All right, boom. No, there's some left in the volcano. I don't want to waste it. That was real. That was real. That's powerful. That was real shit. We got Sam Tripoli on this this volcano as well. It's good Sam to be Tripoli. here. Sam Tripoli tried to come to the fucking Joe Rogan Experience podcast talking some crazy shit about he's been partying too much lately and he wants to try this one sober. Yeah, I wanted to. Like Sam. I'm working How on it. How dare you? How dare you, brother? We're old school road dogs, I didn't mean man. To disrespect the dojo. I know what you're saying. You're trying to get things going. You're trying to be all disciplined and positive. <laughs> I feel you, homie. I'm trying. Ladies and gentlemen, we are sponsored by the Fleshlight this week and every week. And if you go to JoeRogan.net, you click on the link, you will you will save fifteen percent. Type in the keyword Rogan and you can get a discount, Sam Tripoli. Man, your announcer voice is getting good, bro. You think so? Yeah, you're really getting it down. I'm working on it. <clears throat> now all you gotta do is start doing that quick small talk, like in the fine print and you're going to be you know what i've been thinking about doing is taking like just for purely for educational purposes like a a weekend dj's trip club gig just so i could work on my announcer voice because i feel like if this ever does blossom into a real radio show which it totally can because radio is definitely on the comeback i mean that's what i want to hear after i hear uncensored podcast i want to hear little short sound bites where they can't say anything and they get you can't say retard or can't even say butthole right I think there's. I can't believe you can't say more retard. Can't say retard, dude. When it's I was in backwards. Austin, we did a video. If you watch the video that we did in the most recent one from Austin, Texas, we had to we had to say we had to do it over and over and over again. It was fucking terrible. They they had a beep retard. They beeped retard like twenty times. Hold on, where did they do that? In Austin, when you did your podcast, they were beeping. No, 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 no. We did the radio show there. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, it's terrible. But that's what's happening, man. But and what's crazy about it is before we even got into the radio station, the person that drove us around that worked for the comedy club, she was talking about how that, oh, you just said the R word. Like, like it's a bad word. We're like kind of thinking like, yeah, exactly what? And then we go into the radio station and Joe was saying it on the radio and got caught out, called out for saying retard on the radio. And it, it was just like, me. yeah. Was, they were totally Wait. serious. I'm trying. I'm doing joke on it. It's just like nobody calls people with special needs retarded anymore. They're special needs. You call assholes retarded. Exactly. That dude's retarded. You're saying he's an asshole. Yeah, they have Down syndrome. They have an actual name for the disease. Like calling someone a retard. It's like you can't say idiot. Well, guess what? That's what retards used to be. When you got when you had Down syndrome, they used to call you a mongoloid idiot. That was the actual <laughs> medical definition for what the fuck is wrong with you. That's so much worse. Isn't that crazy? They used to, cause your baby's an idiot. Here, take your baby home on the fucking You can't say idiot now? Well, you can say idiot, but saying you can't yeah. say retard, like retard is not some sort of a scientific thing. It's not like you're... you're, you're, you're you 100%. Know. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Like, w- you can't say retard? I can say retard, you fucks. <laughs> it's like every year we go back further and further what we can. I've, I've cut faggot out of my vernacular. The only time I say faggot now is when I talk about the word faggot, like right now. Right. And it feels good. You can let it, it go. It feels good to go back to my old friend. My well, old I have friend, a whole opinion faggot. on that, too. <laughs> like, you, I, I, here, let me just say about the word faggot. I have, I have more respect, personally, for the gay community about that word than I do for the black community and the word nigger. Really? And I'll tell you why. Because they call themselves on, out on saying faggot, too. So at least there's not this weird double standard. But Even they though don't, I, though. Like Perez Hilton, that was no, the No, he whole, got in big trouble. Right. He got in big trouble. Yeah, that's true. I, knew, I see what you're saying. You like, know what I'm saying? Other gay people will get down Instead on of saying, them. oh, yeah. it, it, there's this weird... Okay, we can say we're taking it back. The only yeah. time... And I was talking on my, my podcast. is that The only time I think it's okay to say the n-word is in bed 
Like I love getting called. <laughs> I do. I love getting called the N word. I don't know why. Well, you've already said nigger. All right. So you oh, can't yeah. say the N word okay. after you I said I do it. love it. This I was banging this Mexican chick in the back of my car. And she was calling you a nigger? Yeah. <laughs> it was so hot. It was so hot. And I'm just like, yeah. And they're just like, you know, I got to get to that place where I know the girl's cool. And then I'll be like, can you call me that? They're like, what? And they call And they're like, you they asked just, her. You asked her no, to call you. No, a nigger. she started calling oh, me it. She started calling you. And then you later it. on with other chicks, I, I you know, once I know oh. I'm in this cool place with them, I'll have them drop some end bombs on me. You okay, know? so for the one chick, one chick, you just kind of got into it. She just called and, me it. And but it, then it became your thing. Yeah. Wow. But that's how all fetishes start. Like something happens accidentally and you're like, hey, I like that. You know what I'm saying? That's how all weird shit that's starts. That's a crazy one though. Like we, you're banging this chick and what what was the first reaction? I was like, so what? tell me what, tell me how it went down. I'm like, what? You know, it's kind of like what you're in the you back seat of a car. Well, oh. first of all, rocking it old school. That's I appreciate how I go, dude. dudes who how still get ago laid in cars. How long ago? Last week, was years and years and years ago. <laughs> years and years and years ago. I just love. First of all, I love car sex. I just love it. It's dirty. Like I'm looking for a car right now, and I'm literally thinking, I'm, I'm, can I bang a chick in the back of this car? Mm. Like that is one of the things I think about when I'm thinking about purchasing a car. Can't bang a chick in the back seat of a Porsche. Yeah, can't important. do it. That's can't why do Cadillacs it. Are so that should be their selling point. Yeah. Like that old uh, so practical. Yeah. Hey, we're Cadillac. You can bang in the back of your car. Yeah, that, you should do that. Like have a thing where they go, "What do you think back there? Why not?" <laughs> and that's the commercial. Can Europe would that? do it. That's why I like the they tinted windows. It. Tinted windows in the back is always nice. For Dude, you got to have tinted windows. Yeah, too. but then what about the windshield, bro? Your windshield's not tinted. People just get to the front of your car and watch you fuck. That's what this, the sun visor thing that you pull out is for. Uh, you know what? You know my mom? This is how crazy it was. Crazy. When we used to go on vacations, like well, road trips. Nighttime? We'd yeah. go on road trips. She'd put newspapers all around the windows and would sleep at a rest stop. And I'm thinking, really? like, how crazy? You wouldn't do that nowadays. Scary. Would you? Yeah, no, that's scary as fuck. Because they know there's people inside. Yeah. Yeah, there's too many crazy. Well, is it that there's more crazy people now, or is that we're aware of the crazy people? Now? Well, I think it's uh, we're aware of the crazy people. <laughs> like some people think everybody's getting dumber. I personally think that they're just getting oversaturated with useless knowledge. Do you mm. know what I'm saying? Like, there's so much more useless knowledge out there that's taking like up your brain space. Mm. Like when you go home to, like, say your high school reunion, and your buddy who just got married and had kids and went right to the mill, right? right. He's like, you remember in high school when we did that? You're like, no, I don't remember. That and he's like, Remember this time? You're like, Because you have all these new things in your head, you gotta get rid of the old things, you right? Know? You know what I'm saying? Like, I do know what you're saying, yeah. So it's like, you know, in the 1800s, like some peasant or something isn't necessarily smarter than the, the idiots we have around now. He just didn't have all this, like, Kim Kardashian, who's gonna get her pregnant, all this crazy <laughs> shit in her head, you know what I'm saying? That, that, that totally makes sense. I mean, you only have so much room in your, your hard drive, you know. I don't know if people are getting dumber. I think collectively, uh, there's what what it is is the people that are smarter are fucking really smart. Yeah, they're really, really, really smart. But the people that are dumb, it's so easy to just get by and be a moron now. It's so easy, you know. Everything is set up for you between cell phones and easy jobs, yeah. and it's like, what do you have to do? Like, all you have to do is just show up and do what someone tells you, and you don't have to think at all. And then you get off work. What do you do? You drink, or you go home and watch. Reality 
reality TV, which makes you even fucking dumber. Yeah, it's awful. And it reinforces, like, dumb shit. Like, you, you start thinking there's nothing wrong with you because, hey, man, that's how they are on reality TV. That's driving me crazy because I, I watched a Snooki give an interview and she's <sighs> acting like she's regal now. She's sitting there like this with good posture and talking <laughs> like, she, you know. Would you rather her, like, pick her teeth and play with her pussy? Yeah, because shit? that's her. That's why we like her because she's, a, you know, a, a blackout cock zombie. We like that shit. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like we like that. That's what we want. You don't act like you're not that. Pr- I, 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 I w- You know, if you came in right, you'd be like Joe Rogan, UFC announcer, comedian. That's what you you've done. Like they should introduce these people as like what they've done. Like Kim Kardashian, she got peed on by a, a third rate rapper in her video. That's the intro. Did he pee on her? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I didn't. Nobody know that. talks about I that. I remember like, that part. Yeah, she I got saw- peed on. Whoa. whoa. Which really? I think is cool. Hold on, we need to look. I this mean, up. are the odds of we cannot black- we cannot keep spreading disinformation we have in the past? Unfortunately, oh, the bath salts thing it's that fake. is disinformation. Oh no, and this, the, is, and this the other is what video. I said. This is what I said. No, the the, the bath salts not fake. No, no, I guess okay. You talking about the gun? The guy yeah, shooting the kids? Yeah, yeah. It's fake. Yeah, that's fake. you sure? Yeah. Well, uh, we'll talk about we'll talk about yours first. Talk about that first. All right. Well, anyway, the bath salts. There's a drug called bath salts. Okay, and what it is is they're selling it as bath salts so that they can sell it in stores. Right. And so that it's unregulated. Because what this stuff is, it's like a type of, you know, it's some sort of a, a cousin to crystal meth. And it's really, really dangerous. They're selling it as legal cocaine in head shops. Wow. And they also sell it online and sell it in some stores, in convenience stores. And they're selling it as bath salts. And what it is, is an intense, like really, really bad drug. And super, super addictive. Not just addictive, but a terrible experience. Like, not even a good time when you get addicted to it. It's a bad experience. And it's super addictive. It's, isn't it the original use of it supposed to be like for insects or plants or yeah, like yeah. fertilizer or something like that? I don't know, but well, they're also mad. selling it's it. Horrible. Yeah, they're also selling it as um, uh, plant food. All right. So that that video, I, I went home and watched it because uh, when you were talking about it yesterday, I never saw it. And uh, of the what what it was is a video of uh, these two skateboarder kids, and this guy comes out of their house and they get in some kind of confrontation. The guy goes back into the house, gets a gun. The skateboarder guys run away and they shoot him. Nobody so, got peed on the Kim Kardashian. Thing. Really? No, I didn't think so because I, I, I looked for that. I looked for black. Did you watch it? Porn. I, no. Well, I watched parts of it, but I just oh, can't. it was here's the deal. Apparently, the golden shower scene was cut out of the vivid entertainment release of the sex tape. Mm. Allegedly, Kim was always denied that Ray peed on her. Although she denied the existence of the tape for a while too, so it's in the air. I want to say I know it's the real. guy who does the sex tapes. Really? Yeah. yeah I'm going to say it's real. Yeah, he said it's real. We're going to get to the guy who does the sex tapes in one minute. So you think the good that the kid? What we're talking about is two kids are skateboarding right. in front of this guy's house. There's some sort of an altercation. Right. The guy and comes out and shoots them. Shoots them. All right. So it, the date on the tape was recently. Like yes. It was just like last week or something like that. So first, I went through. Uh, Put it in Google. Spent like an hour, hour and a half looking for news articles, looking for anything. There was nothing that had in any news. All right, okay. especially. Uh, so then you go to the tape and you start looking at the tape itself. If you look at the tape, there's a big flashing record light on it, which is usually used for if you're in th- looking through a viewfinder of a camera, not a home security system. It doesn't record a flashing record light on. It. So immediately, no, no good ones do. None that I've ever seen, but okay. but as a video editor, I know that that's fake shit. That's like what you see on TV. Yeah, that's yeah, like, like they they, that right, there. right. They yeah. put it on there. Like so you then, know how when you're in a movie and a guy gets a cell phone and he looks at the text on his phone and you know that's not the graphics of the phone. Right. Yeah. You're like this is like some animated bullshit. Right. It's like so big and stupid looking. Like 
and it takes you out of the movie, right? Like right. they show cheaters, they'll do that. Like here's our undercover, and then they yeah, have, they have like, crosshairs yeah, on yeah, the yeah, people. Yeah. Beep, beep, beep. Oh, you can't say crosshairs anymore either. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. then, then if you look at the gun itself, at first I thought it was like a shotgun because like how the he shot both of the kids at the exact same time got hit. Like meaning one kid did a barrel roll and the other kid just kind of fell laid down. It looked like he kind of laid down and fell. So all these things are to me are like, all right, something's not right. So then I started doing more looking online, looking online, found went to live leak. And there was like 12 pages of people, you know, live leak is mostly military based uh, right. uh, people, 12, 12 pages of people saying it's fake and like pointing is out every leak single the one that has like the really bad videos, like assassinations. Yeah, they have okay. like mil- mostly military stuff, like planes shooting down people and like kind of more like real crazy Oof, you stuff. You guys are you know? going deep in. Uh, live I told, leak's great. I, love I, I told live Jim leak. Norton about it, but I said daily motion. So I have to email daily Jim. motion might have it too. That's you ever of, hear of Fort? Chan, have you ever heard 4chan, of that? Fortran, of course. Oh, dude, love Fortran. Fortran is the calls best. The skid I love marks Fortran. of the internet. No, they are not. They are great. You are stupid, Sam Tripoli. At you love Twitter. it? Well, what they do is they go after cunts. They go after shitheads like uh, not. They go after uh, Scientology. They go after the people that were prosecuting Julian Assange for the the WikiLeaks thing. You know, they go after hypocrites. Yeah, but do you really... They, they have, more, they have with, a certain amount of morals. I mean, yeah, there's some psychos on there. The WikiLeaks stuff. They're definitely right. psychos. I mean, what was leaked that was so bad about us that we're like, oh, I can't believe this get out? Or, you know, it makes me think we leaked it out. It's like, oh, my God, look at all this stuff. Because it's... all. Any, I was watching MSNBC the other day, which is the progressive side of the argument. So they'll call out the government on anything and they're like it didn't really make us look that bad if you really take a look at it sort of but you see it confirmed a lot of things that people had already suspected like first of all that they do that the united nations like uh hillary clinton did one thing where she she was trying to collect biometric data on the united nations and this is like a a real email well that's spying that's illegal that's against international law you're not allowed to spy on the fucking members of un but they were there was uh, some shit like that but the video of the uh Gunship of the um, the helicopter shooting down those those reporters in Iraq. That was the big one. That was pretty bad. That was really bad. Yeah, that is that was crazy. Because then there's there's kids in the scene too, and one of the guys says he should they shouldn't have brought their kids. You shouldn't have brought their kids. Like that's your reaction to just shooting fifty millimeter rounds oh. into a car full of kids. You shouldn't have brought your kids. It's and it shows you what kind of attitude gets developed when you're in war. It's war is the most unhealthy fucking thing possible, man. There's no way to do it and to come out of it healthy you know there's no way to just well just put that in the past now and move on with my life no you've been gunning people down for five fucking yeah. years that shit's gonna haunt your memory eventually man. it's gonna yeah, it's terrible for your fucking your 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 mind and your thinking and and you know people develop justifications and they get used to certain things people can get used to anything and they get used to killing people and that's one of the things you see in that video this callous disregard for life yeah it's, that sucks it's, it's hard and you know what those guys they're probably not even bad guys they're just fucking guys who got into the military and and then as time went on, that's the attitude they developed. And they say a lot of shit like that to each other to sort of reaffirm. You know, like, hey, they should have brought their kids. Fucking right. You know, they'll say shit like right, that. Right, right, Like, yeah, we're crazy. We're the craziest. You know, like, and it's almost like they're saying these things. And, you know, like, let me get them. Let me gum, gut them down. It's almost like to reinforce each other because they all know they're doing something insane. Did you ever hear the uh, theory, uh, the story that um, in, like, World War II, they did a, the government did a study and <clears throat> they found that, like, most soldiers couldn't shoot and kill somebody it just wasn't in them so that's the whole thing that's when you start seeing in movies like uh more gunplay more guns shooting people to kind of get people used to the idea of actually shooting somebody wow 
Yeah, I did some. Because uh, back then it was just so rare. Yeah, I, I did some USO tours, and one of the guy who took me on was telling me that story that, like, in World War One, they found that the majority of soldiers could not pull the trigger to kill somebody. Wow. So we really have become desensitized by movies and TV shows. One hundred percent, dude. I. I uh, was driving back from Vegas one time. I saw the most horrific crash I've ever seen in my life. And I pulled over to see if everybody's okay. There's dead bodies all over the place, not even affected, you know, because I've seen so much of that on television. So, I mean, th- this car had fallen on top of this woman's head. Whoa. And I was this. And the girl's like, is grandma okay? And I'm like, do not tell her anything. Then he wanted to. Uh, it was like really really weird but it wasn't the weirdest part was my i didn't have any reaction to seeing the dead people i wasn't like oh my god and i that really stuck with me why like how crazy i don't know man i would still feel that i I didn't i didn't i didn't i wasn't like wow i think i would still feel that too i don't know man it wasn't well i'm not saying i didn't feel something for them someone's fucking crazy no no. but i didn't say i'm not saying i didn't feel for them but it wasn't like uh, this incredible, like, in- insane moment. Did you get a hard on also? Yes. All and right, I started there fucking we go. playing with myself. <laughs> Did you imagine if, you know, your grandma got trapped underneath a car and someone's back there? Is she okay? Yeah, I think she's going to be all right. Uh, just stay back. And you turn, go around the corner and the guy's beating off on your grandma's dead head. <laughs> oh, come on, dude. <laughs> That's crazy. Look, there's somebody out there that would do it. If you can just think that up, like I just did, for sure someone would do it. Could you imagine? <laughs> grandma dies in a car accident. The first guy that pulls over is beating off on her head. <laughs> well, is that the whole Sam Ken? They need a grandma car accident flashlight. That like back in the day they were partying. They knew this guy who had a morgue who like was ran a morgue or something like that. And like one of the things was that. Yeah, the homosexual necrophilia pick. I I thought you were talking about his car accident story. No, that yeah, the guys would pay him to come. Crazy thing, you know, he died. A drunk driver hit him. How crazy is that? That is crazy. He used to do all this material about drinking and driving. He used to do all this thing. We're gonna drink and we're gonna drive. We're gonna pull it off. You know why? Because we do it every fucking night. Yeah. He, he had that whole bit about it. And it was, uh, you know, it wasn't even funny. It was like cheerleading for losers. You know, it, it, that was like the dark years of uh, Kennison's comedy. Like Kennison, when he first came out, was the best. I'd say the Kennison of 1986. Who's better than that ever? Who's ever been better than that? You could love Bill Hicks all you want, and I do, but Bill Hicks was never that funny. Just no. No one was ever that funny. That fucking homosexual necrophiliac bit, all the shit about Jesus and the cross, and you know you know why? Because I was married for two fucking years. All that was the best shit ever, but then he got famous, and when he got famous and he was doing blow every night. and That's banging, what's going to kill you. Banging tens. Remember he had those, it's that Malika chick that was always with him? That was his girlfriend, and she was a fucking ten. I'm like, man, this guy's a troll, and he's got a 10. <laughs> Fame you know? is sexy. Yeah, and so he got big, he got famous, and he was partying all the time. And I read his book, his brother's book called uh, Brother Sam. Interesting book, and that's what you know he said in the book, that Sam just stopped writing. He just was partying all the time. So then he was just coming up with stuff, cheerleading for those douches that would come to Sam. You know? Yeah, that's... I was the, one of them. You know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I still loved him, though, man. But yeah, yeah. dude, that's crazy, man. It just And now, how do you get into that? How do you know that that's what you're into? The guy who goes in the morgue and beats off on the uh, yeah. How do how do you get there? That's my whole question. How do more guys have been busted fucking bodies many times, especially fresh ones. That's happened many, 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 many times. Because I think you know if you're some guy and you're sexually attracted to women, and this is a woman that you could never possibly get a hold of, and no one can stop you from touching her. There's no one around, man. You're in a quiet room with no windows, and you know she's on a pan. And if you want to, you can just start fingering her. And some guys not not only finger, they fuck them. You know, I mean it's that's happened. So many times, 
just look, man, you get desensitized. You're desensitized to those dead bodies. They're really des- desensitized to dead bodies. Yeah. When you see dead bodies every fucking day of your life, you know, I mean, that's got to be weird as fuck. That it has to be weird. I've only seen a couple <laughs> dead bodies ever, man. It's always a very strange thing. It's the- strange, but I wasn't like freaked out. That was the whole. Weird. Well, maybe you were just trying to be strong. What's weird is when you see the bodies like stacked. Like I went to a uh, when my grandfather died, uh, they were getting chairs out of this room, and I think it was a, a crowded day for the funeral home. And um, I'm just kind of walking around, like thinking about things, and the door opens, and there's my grandfather and like five other dead people just sitting there in this room with all these chairs, and I was just like, uh, just the creepiest look and feel, and just where was he? Was he lying down? He was laying down, like you know, just like, and there was a bunch of other people there, just just like like On slabs, slabs right next to each other, like like they're just you know just like in store, they were in a That's storage crazy. room, you know, like with all these chairs and extra stuff, like. Like, why are they just really? hanging out in the storage room? If you think about it, it's amazing that we can go as uh, like we've been so insulated by our complex society that we can go like our whole lives and never see a dead body. Like a lot of people will go their whole lives and never see a dead body. Whereas back in caveman days, man, you saw some fucking bodies, man. Everybody saw bodies in the Roman days. Yeah, 100 percent. Because you knew. You, yeah, dude, I always say that's why, like, it was so much easier to get married back in the day because <clears throat> you knew you were going to die quicker. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Death to us part was so much easier because there it, it was more violence out there. Yes. Yeah, as, as like the life expectancy gets longer and longer, people are going to take that shit more and more for granted. You know, back then, like you, you had to get your living in in 30 fucking years. Yeah. Like, how, how old are you now? I'm 38. You'd be dead, dude. Yeah. Dead for sure. Eaten me, by mountain me, lions. Me, I'd be long dead. And if I was alive, I would look like an old man. Poor nutrition and no fucking weightlifting. I would look like shit. I would have gray hair. You know, I'd probably be taking no vitamins. I'd just be eating porridge or whatever. You'd be village porridge. elder. Yeah, whatever, whatever food that we killed that day, you know. Porridge. Yeah, man. I was, I've been watching the show The Wild Within. It's a fucking good show, man. Some new show on the Travel Channel where this dude goes and he he hunts uh, all over the world and he hunts like a like a uh, Lewis and Clark. He went on this uh, one little expedition where he ch- took the same route that Lewis and Clark took with a bunch of his boys and they were shooting things with muskets. They didn't shoot anything. They couldn't shoot a fucking. This guy's an experienced hunter and they never got close enough. They caught like a couple of fish and they barely survived. One of the things that they got was somebody had shot a, a deer and left the deer. All they took was like. Some of the meat from the back of the deer, which is like really common. Like guys take the what's called the back strap. It's like the loin, the strip yeah. loin that goes against it's like the, the meat against your spine. And that's the only food that they found. If it wasn't for that, some hunter leaving a body behind, you know, they scavenged it and they're all talking shit about this hunter. But meanwhile, somebody would have eaten it too. If it wasn't well, them, then, it would have been a coyote. You know, <clears throat> it's not like it's gonna go to waste. It's in the fucking jungle. You know? What do you think the crew the, the film crew's going through? Like are they eating Big Macs while they're like starving? Well, you know? dude, it's pretty crazy because last night i watched one episode where he hunted a pig with a knife they they're in hawaii and the way they hunt pigs in hawaii is you use pit bulls and you use two different types of dogs one type of dog goes and finds the the pig and they're they they're the bang dogs they're the tracking dogs they have the best sense of smell and they can find hogs like miles away they can find old tracks and track them down so these dogs are barking. Row, 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 row. They let them know. And then the pit bulls come in. The pit bulls come running in, and they're armored pit bulls. They have collars around their neck that protect their necks, and they have Kevlar vests on so that the pigs can't bite through their body. And it's because pigs are nasty motherfuckers. Oh, yeah. And they have giant tusks. <clears throat> pigs are a weird animal, man. When a pig is in a, in a pigsty, and you're, you're at a farm, and they're all pink and cute and shit, 
pigs are the only animal that we know of that morphs once it becomes feral. So when you put pigs as quickly as three weeks, when pigs exist in the wild, in three weeks, their fur changes, their tusks grow longer. Like, they literally become a different animal. They it's a fucking trippy transform. thing. That's why, like, wild pigs have black hair, that black crazy hair. But, like, domestic pigs, most of them have, like, white hair. Well, there's something happens to them when you let them free. There's something about pigs going wild that actually forces, like, a biological change. Survival mode. Like a delicious butterfly. Yeah. So anyway, this guy is out there, and um, the the dogs are holding the pig down, and there's two different pigs, so they have to stab both of them. And so one of them they had to do without the pit bulls. They had to do with the baying dogs. And these, this pig is fucking these dogs up, man. Pig, pig keeps biting them, biting the shit out of these dogs, putting holes in these dogs. Really? Yeah, and the guy runs over and just stabs the pig in the heart. And it's all in a river, you know, so it's like the whole scene is like really fucking primal, man. Like he dives in the water and they're fighting and the pig's trying to bite him and he has to jump out of the way and then the dogs get in place. And then when the dogs are in place, the pig bites the dog and the guy just runs over and slams the fucking blade right between the ribs wow. right into the heart it's dark dude and you gotta think like that's some real hunting man you're, yeah. you're hunting a pig with a knife yep. and that's how they do it the dogs hold them down apparently that's the easiest way to do it I don't know why that makes any sense at all why you wouldn't just fuck it I guess the only way to find them is with the dogs and once you find them the dogs are biting them you can't shoot them because the dogs are there so it gets tricky so then you have to go and stab them because apparently pigs are pretty fucking smart and pigs they see people coming and they just get ghosts it's like you know it's not as easy to track them down as it is to like track a deer apparently they're, they're intelligent they're more intelligent than dogs what would comedians do without like Discovery Channel or any? I mean, like, how much material comes from the Discovery and the Travel Channel, all that stuff? There's some crazy shit out there. That's where all the freakouts come from, man. If it wasn't for that shit, I'd probably have a much saner life. You know, mm -hmm. wasn't wasn't from totally yeah, my world. What is where's my worries? Where's the why? Was the super volcano is not really in my world, but it is in my world because I'm on fucking you know on TV at two o'clock in the morning <laughs> watching some crazy science uh, channel yeah, yeah, special yeah. about how yeah. we're all gonna die. Hey, did you see the? Uh, on the Huffington Post, the green blob in the middle yeah. of deep. How crazy is that? What, so what is it? What do they think it is? I don't know. They were saying it creates stars. Yeah. It's That's some crazy star shit. Creator. Stellar nursery. Yeah. And but it's, it's, the colors are not... Are the colors nursery. correct? Are the colors correct? No, no, no. It said something about... Yeah, they embellish the, the colors yeah, because like it's, it's not a radio really green. telescope. Yeah. But man, I mean, it's six six hundred and forty million light years away one light year is a trillion years jesus Tr christ trillion miles excuse me how crazy is that? that would be cool if we we found a star factory where it, like we figured out how to make planets and stars and be like start selling planets like no way dude <laughs> I did not, we already do that you can buy a star and you and 900 people own that yeah. same star well yeah, yeah that's, that's nonsense fake. that is the dumbest the shit dumbest, ever yeah i bought you a star honey yeah it's shut like, the fuck up you don't own that star you can't name buy that anything. star yeah, like you can name a star. What if know? that becomes real though, and we all become space tra travelers, and like we end up like, no, you own that star now, and you can live on well, it. Well, you can if you become a Mormon, brother. You can have your own planet and your own people, and you That's make right. your own rules. That's right. There's supposed to be some new discovery that was found today by the Hubble telescope. I can't seem to find it here. I'll find it eventually. But just space itself, man, it's too big. It's too. It's. it's you ever how often do you even think about it? Do you ever try to think about eternity and your brain just like, nope, tap out? I it doesn't do really it. go on forever. That's the way it does, but it's really tricky. So what, what happens is it goes to a certain point and then you come back. It's like a geometric design. It's like a, like it's, it's a shape. 
Like the universe apparently is a shape. It's, well, a, cur- it's a curved the wall. The there's that's the, that's where it gets crazy. There's this doesn't make any sense. But what they think is that there's like we we think of the universe as everything, but apparently it's not. Just as our solar system is in everything, just as our galaxy is in everything. We, first it was the solar system. First we we thought you know that our solar system was this is it. This is all there is out there. And then we realize oh no 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 we're a part of a galaxy and the galaxy is all there is out there. Oh no 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 the galaxy is a part of many galaxies which is a part of the universe. Well, now they think that inside every galaxy is a supermassive black hole that contains another universe. And inside that universe is, could be exactly like our universe, or it could have some completely different structure. I can't even understand that. So you can't understand it. It's like when you look up, we're, we're like little ants trying to, I mean, not even, you know. Trying to break it down. Yeah, we're mites on an ant's ass trying to figure out... Fucking we, how Google works. We were talking uh, last night at the comedy uh, club about whether um, you think people boned up on like the space uh, station. Of course, they, like, did. of course. They must have because they put laws saying that they can't do it. Yeah, that's so yeah. funny. But that's why they want the Russians there so they can bang some Russian chicks up there. <laughs> nice. But it's like that one uh, astronaut who drove cross state in their diaper. I mean, that's oh, how yeah. crazy that chick is. So you know they're into some freaky stuff, <laughs> which I like. I like smart, freaky chicks. There's something very attractive about getting a very smart girl and having her saying degrading shit. It just, it's, it's very fun for the beginning. The problem with smart chicks is I find that most of the smart chicks that really like me are fucking crazy. And did you just play some music? Mm-hmm. It sounded like it, though, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, I think it did. I think the, the drum beat started going off. Anyway, sm- I, I, you know, like the, the really smart ones that are like, kind of like, like, like snarky, and a lot of them are crazy. You know, and a lot of them like being a smart chick is fucking hard as shit because a lot of dudes don't care if you're smart. They just want to stick your dick, their dick yeah. inside you. They they want a fleshlight, you know, and then they want <laughs> love and relationship. But most importantly, you gotta you gotta feed this fucking addiction that you have in your dick. You, know, you have to get rid of some loads. So it's it's hard being a smart chick. I think I love it. And when they deal with douchebag after douchebag, they just assume that you're gonna be a douchebag too. And so it's hard being a girl, bro. It can't be easy. Can't be. <laughs> You got to take care of babies, and you got to assume that the dude's going to help you out. Like you, you're, you're going to completely change your whole world. You're going to grow a human inside of you, and then you're not going to be able to work because you're going to be able to ha- have to take care of this human. Or you bring it to daycare, and your kid gets sick every fucking day of its life. I have a buddy who has his kid in daycare, and he's like so sad about it. He just can't afford to not have his kid in daycare. Can't afford to have his wife not work. And you know, actually, they just broke up because of all this. Now, now they're divorced. But he's like, my kid's always sick. He's like, it's horrible. They're always coughing and sneezing. He goes and he crushes my heart. Oh, because it's like there's so many yeah. germs well, over there. You know, he's like a producer, but he can't. He's not like a high level producer, so he can't get shit going, man. It's fucking. You know, when in Hollywood, man, when the, when the recession hits or it hits for everybody, yeah. So he, he's not making good money, and she's fucked. He's like picks up jobs here and there, and they're sporadic, and in between he's got a little live off unemployment. Oh, that's horrible. Yeah, it's a grind, dude. So, you know, my, my point is, for a chick, man, it's, it's a way more difficult situation just simply by the virtue of the fact that you have a growing human being inside of you. You can make a baby, and then you have to take care of this baby. The baby's completely vulnerable for many, many, many years, whereas a man can just shoot loads and women all over town and have a fucking gang of these chicks watching after his kids you know you can just like who's done that john what's that guy's name the the football player the base basketball player that has like oh, fucking 80 kids oh sean camp sean camp there you go how many kids does that guy have uh i was reading this book i think he has eight kids god damn there's one football All player the that place. had 10 kids Ugh. 
all over the place too, right? And he couldn't stop smoking weed, so he lo- he basically got <clears throat> kicked out of the uh, NFL. Now you're screwed. Whoa, he got kicked out of the NFL because of weed? Yeah, he had three violations. Who's that? What's it's not Ricky Williams? No, he used guy. to run for Buffalo. Then he got traded to Denver. I don't know. His, his... Man, how crazy are they trying to keep football players from smoking weed? Yeah, one time Charles Oakley <laughs> so said that, that like. Eighty percent of the uh, NBA smoked weed. Yeah, they can't. They can't have. That's part of their contract negotiations that they don't test for weed. See, because weed for basketball and for pool, for anything involving balls. This is all I know. For anything involving feel, and I don't mean balls like you're nuts. I mean anything involving orbs where you're judging distances, and it's like these are like subtle feely things, you know. Weed makes you more sensitive. So if you're more sensitive, you're going to play basketball better. You're going to play pool better. You know, you're going to fuck better. And I think it also takes you out of you Mm. so you don't overthink the moment. Mm. Like sometimes if you watch basketball, a guy will be so wide open and he'll totally clink it because he's too open. You know, like this. Oh, God, I'm so open. I hope I hit this. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You let that other thing talk to you. Don't fuck this up. The little hat. The little boy doesn't get to talk to you when you're high. You know, when you're in the groove, in the zone, you know. That's He's not on the VIP list. He can't get into the club that night. <coughs> Going on stage stoned is the best. I can't do it. You can do it. I can't. You do have it. done it. Why are you lying? I can't lying do it. Lying to you know, America. You know what's weird, Joe, is that, that most comics say that they can't do it. Like, like you're one of the very few people that I think can do it. But, like, I, I know for a fact I can't do it. I, it's, it's Well, you can horrible. get too stoned. You can definitely get too stoned, especially if you eat something. Like, I fucked up at City Walk, and right. I ate that guy ate, gave me this fucking cookie. I was in idiot i was like hey he's a nice guy i'll just take his cookie i would have more i would have given you special gloves and a fucking aluminum briefcase if i had that cookie inside of if i knew how strong that cookie was i'd have that thing attached to electrodes and if it moves it was ridiculously strong because they make them with hash they don't make them with weed so these guys just go the professional stoners those assholes they want to get Blitzkrieg. They don't want to think about things. They just want to get so high that it's like an amusement park ride. Dude, that's like, like you just feel like you're in like war. Yeah. Like, that's how I felt when I when I did. Ralphie May gave me a pop brownie, and I just yeah. felt like I was just like this. Next thing I know, I'm like I'm naked watching VH1 <laughs> Celebrity Rehab because <laughs> I couldn't get porn. So that's the close I get how, to it. What have you been what? watching? The you couldn't, couldn't get, get porn. porn. What the what fuck? world are you? I didn't have an at this time. I didn't have, you have uh, internet phone. access. I didn't have my computer. I hadn't gotten a Mac at that time. You have a cell phone. No, this was like a oh. three years ago. Right. I didn't have that. Yet. You didn't have a cell phone. That, yeah, I didn't have a cell phone that made videos. I guess I had a what three was the years iPhone? ago. So no, three years was, ago. I had a the calculator two three one eight zero zero eight. What is that? Boobies. Turn it upside down. Shut the fuck up. I, you you not shut just your do mouth. That. You fucking child. <laughs> you could draw porn before I would watch celebrity rehab. You could oh, find I porn. No, can you just use your imagination? Shit. I don't like sex celebrity rehab. I like drug celebrity rehab. Is there a sex celebrity rehab? Yeah, there was. Who was on that one? Um, they had a couple porn stars. Girls? Yeah. Is there any guys on that? Yeah, there was a Phil Veroni was on that. Who's that? He was a guy who was like the. Dr- this is so funny. He's the drummer of. Uh, I forgot what the band is. Uh, I can't remember. He was a drummer in some '80s band, and uh, he got on there, and he. It's like. <laughs> he said he's addicted to sex. Yeah. Poor guy. But, but then what the girls are talking, and then I guess you can get addicted to anything. I mean, oh, yeah. I know I know dudes who who are so hung up on sex that it's like they're not even horny, and they're trying to like keep racking up scores. You yeah. Know? It's like it consumes you. I know guys whose careers have been 
derail because they're such pussy hounds. Yeah, that's true. It, well, it becomes a, a massive distraction too. Like if you have a lot of pressure, you know, you can distract yourself with things like gambling addictions and stuff like that. Where it's re- what, you, what it really you're trying to do is you're trying to avoid the pressure of your career. You're trying to avoid the the hard work and all the things that you really need to get done. And you know, I find myself like I have. Inst- that's why that War of Art book is so fucking good. Have you ever read it? Yeah, I have. Yeah, Long it's time a great ago. book because it deals with that. It deals with the the distractions and it, you know calls it resistance. And that's really what it is, man. You you know when when life gives you a lot of pressure, people go towards something to distract them from to that numb pressure. It. Yeah, because they don't want to deal with it. They don't want to think about it. So they get obsessed with something. It could be pussy. It could be gambling. It could be gambling and pussy. It could be a drug thing. I think some people are also afraid to make it too. In some weird way, they don't want to. They like they kind of just enjoy the. Not having the pressure of having to produce, so they kind of sabotage themselves yes. in a weird way. Uh, yeah, success is very, very difficult. I think a lot of people sabotage themselves and are afraid of success. And those are, by the way, the same people that are always talking shit about other people that are successful. Yeah, they're always like going after them and pointing fingers at them, and like, you know, I mean, if you look at like any time you watch, like you go to like TMZ or anytime there's some celebrity story, and then go look in the comments, all the venom mm. in the fucking I comments. Hate- those comments. Oh. YouTube's the worst. I can't stand that shit. It's, but I guarantee you that every single person that it's fixating on Charlie Sheen and you know whoever the fuck it is, Tiger Woods, all the venom and venom. Those people are not paying this much focus on their own life. They're just not. It's, if you're on YouTube and you're getting into a fucking three-page flame war with some other asshole that's like, you know, SRC771 oh, Tom, you know, that's his name, and you're going back and forth and you're trying to win, and you, you, that's just a distraction. You're not thinking about your life. For, for sure, there's some shit that you need to get done. There's some papers you need to fill out. There's some bills you need to send in. You're not doing everything you need to do. You're, you're, that's a, an addiction, just like anything else, just like poor. Just well, like, they can do whatever they want because there's no repercussions. Like, there's nobody who's going to kick in their door yeah. in their mom's basement and punch them in the face for saying mean shit. So yeah, they can say like the whatever first time they want. That's ever happened. You used to even when you sent an email or a letter, rather, it had a return address, right? Right, one hundred percent. I remember one time. Uh, it was Kathy Griffin just started hosting the uh, the New Year's Eve thing on CNN, and she was getting heckled, and she said, well, I don't come to your job and kick the dicks out of your mouth. Right. Which is, you know... Ain't thousand years old. Yeah, yeah. Jesus used that when he had a bad set. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? I used that. The last time I used that, I shook my own head, and I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, you sometimes do? you do that, but anyways... Sometimes you gotta do it. I went on YouTube. I just wanted to see what the comments were, and they're like, she's so fast. She's so crazy. It's so fun. I go, you guys, I mean, she's good, but that's the like the oldest line, and they just started coming at me right and this one guy just started really trying to get me and i'm like who is this guy and he's like and everyone's like yeah to him keep going i'm like really yeah so i go to his page all of his videos and this is a guy all of his videos are like high school boys dancing around with no shirts on right and i go oh and i go back i go okay everybody you really cheering for him go take a look at all of his videos i say boom didn't hear from him again because it was like he actually got hit when he normally could just say whatever he wants right. and there's no repercussions. Right. You found his page, which is actually him. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. People they, when people are used to being able to say something but getting a response to someone. This is the first time ever you've been able to just anonymously attack people. And then people start websites about people and go after people. People that don't even know. They have no no you know no, no real relationship with them. But they fixate on them. Yeah. You gotta let it go, man. It's crazy. <laughs> I get and here's the funny the funniest comment is always that's so gay. 
Like, you could do a video of you making out with the hottest chick in the world, and there'll be some guy, gayest video ever. It's like, it's not gay. It's like I'm making out with some chick. What are you talking about? I get murdered all the time on my uh, Facebook page. The worst is when someone puts a video up of you that you can't control, and so the comments are there, and you can't really, like... I, I don't mind if you say I don't like it. Do you it. fixate? Do you fixate on comments on the video? No, I just like reading to say, that shit, man. I do I, like I to read once it. in a while. I'll check and if they it, have but... a good point, be like, you know what? That's a good point. You can keep that up there. If they're just saying some stupid ass shit, I'll be like, yeah, I'll either hit them or delete the comment. So I, you actually had getting arguments with these people on your like YouTube page and shit. Yes. No, once you do in a while. On, yeah, you do. <laughs> no, but I've seen. Yeah. Have you seen him? Yeah, what I've, he seen, I've what seen. He's on Facebook, or uh, maybe it was YouTube, or something like that. No, I there see was a well, Facebook can... one where I got in a fight with a chick because she called. I did a video called "I Love Black People." Oh, that was right? good. And I, it's basically was uh, based off of when we were in Canada and we were, didn't see any black people. I'm like, you know, I miss black people, so I decided to do a video called <laughs> "I Love Black People." And I'm like, and I would tell them I love black people and we'd hug and I'd list all the reasons I love them. And this girl's like, you're so racist. I'm like, the video's called I Love Black People. I'm hugging black yeah, people. Yeah, you're going around on the streets them. finding black people and hugging them. That's how is that racist? Yeah, and we just and went you made this, this video after we did that Canada tour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we went to weird parts of Canada too, right? We were like in Grand Prairie and loved it, dude. Saskatoon. We were like way up there, man. Dude, Canadian girls are the white versions of Mexican girls. What do you yeah, mean? that they're they're. <laughs> what do you mean? They're great. They call you nigger. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'd love it, but they're great in bed. They, uh, they, they, they have this amazing ability to be both a freak in bed and a, like a good girlfriend. Do you know what I'm saying? Right. Like I, the white girls in America, they can't. It's either one or the other. What do you think that is? You think that just we're repressed here, and they're not because they they have a much more European sexual attitude in Canada, especially like Montreal. I think they can have that though. Uh, yeah, I think it is a little repression because if you talk to anybody, you're like. You know, uh, where's the greatest groupies or this? They'll always say, like, Utah. Because those girls have, like, one shot at greatness. Do you know what I'm saying? Oh, really? So, like, um, like bands say that? Like, the greatest yeah. groupies are in Utah? Yeah. Who I like, said that? Who told you that? Uh, I was. I talked to a couple porn stars. I said, we're the craziest people. They're, like, Mormons, Utah. Really? Gene Simmons said, when he ranked, like, we're the best um, uh, groupies, they said Utah. Wow. Yeah. I remember when I did something with Vince Vaughn, I went on a tour and we were on this bus and it's the closest I'll ever get to being a Beatle, right? I just like <laughs> driving this huge bus and people well, going Vince crazy. And we were driving around and we just stopped somewhere and this girl's walking with her boyfriend. She just jumps on the bus and leaves with us. He jumps in his car, follows us. And I'm like, if what? I'm doubt- followed you. Yeah, what would you do though? Uh, I mean, get rid of that bitch. Yeah, you know, I've oh. seen that before. I've seen, I've been at shows where where there's a guy with a girl, and the girl is just like got her hands on my chest and asking me where we're going after the show. Oh and, yeah, and I've you want to just go, go to the dude, dude, dude. You got to get out of this relationship, man. This shit will rot your years. Yeah, because if you're a fucking dude, and especially if she's hot, you get oh, yeah. fucking trapped. I've met a lot of dudes that were like they really shouldn't be banging that chick, and all of a sudden they are, and you know you're stuck in some place like some small town somewhere you know you're in louisville kentucky or something with this crazy bitch and there's not a lot of you know selection everybody wants to fuck her so you don't want to let her go yeah well that's the trap because you, you can go into years. somewhere yeah you can go into somewhere kill and this gorgeous girl's coming on you she's not even gonna tell you there are crazy ass boyfriends over there that's what happened to mike young when we had a yeah, yeah mike young though you can't really rely on his stories they, they no, change I was there. with the weather i was so there he when was hitting hap- on a girl and a guy he, beat him he, up no 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 this is what happened 
We were just walking around. He picks up this chick, asks her to come to our show. She comes to the show. We're hanging out at the club. I'm not, this is a true story. Hanging out at the club. I go down on the dance floor. This dude just walks in the club, just doesn't even say, just walks up and just fucking starts throwing bombs on Mike Young. And really? all of a sudden I hear screaming. I look up. Mike Young stands up. He's like, Triple E, what just face just bleeding? I'm like, dude, what just, so I run up, but I run this way. The guy runs this way. So I run this way, see what's up. He's gone. I couldn't even find him. And then so we, the guy just ran up, punched him a couple times, and then ran. Yeah, away. just dropped haymakers on him. Dude. And Mike had never spoken to this guy nope. before. No, so no I, I saw the, the whole was. thing from. So the how did the guy know who Mike was? Because he knew who the girl was. So Mike was sitting next to the girl. So she just he just walked up and started blasting. Yeah, up. that was his girlfriend. That's Mike Young's karma, bro. <laughs> Mike. Well, dude, dude, that guy gets lethal, dude. That guy. And that's the craziest thing. I was dancing with some chick. We got to get Mike Young on here, by the way, just because we talk about him so much. And everyone's like, who the fuck's Mike Young? Chick I was hooking up with. Who's Mike Young? How dare you? He's friends with Leonardo DiCaprio. I know. You don't think people know who Mike Young? He got shot on Entourage. You ever hear that one? I'm watching. All of a sudden, it's like, blah, 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 Mike Young. I'm like, they did not just say Mike Young's name. That's hilarious. That's hilarious. Because some of his uh, buddies write on that show. um, So uh, you were just in the middle of something. The Mike Young rant? Yeah, yeah. You yeah, that's what happened else. to him. Almost happened to Rick Ingram, too. I heard that, too. Like, he was in Alaska, and he went to some bar with some chick. And uh, they walk in the bar. The girl's boyfriend's there. Her boyfriend's friend just surround him. He's like, I didn't know. Boom, I'm gone. And that's the biggest thing. It's, dudes who get mad at other dudes because their girlfriend's a whore. Like, Jesus yeah. Christ. That is the dumbest shit ever. Like, listen, man, if your girl was a good girl, if she was down with you, she would not be here with Mike Young, you right. fuck. Just give up. Yeah, you don't it's want not anything to do with her. Mike it's not Young's work out. problem. You just got an emotional issue that you need to fucking sort out. You're not good enough to get a good girl, you fuck. He's crazy. So, anyways. I'm like, Mike, this chick knows that dude. There's no reason a guy would come up to you and just start blasting you. And she's like, I didn't know him. And then we just kept prodding. Here's how crazy Mike Young is. Just got his butt kicked for hanging out with a hot chick. I'm sitting in the ER of the hospital. In walks the hottest blonde I've ever seen in my life. She's like, where's Mike Young? I'm like, you got to be kidding me, dude. This guy. You had a girl meet him at the ER? Dude, she was so hot. Why would he have a girl meet him at the ER? Because she's hot. And I'm like a scumbag. I'm like, I wonder if I could bang this chicken <laughs> at the hospital. Steal her from Mike Young? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just wanted to hit it. Like, I want to cross it off my list. Oh, that's funny. Would Mike Young be pissed? I think he had bigger problems at that moment. <laughs> you know His faces, they're putting it together like Mr. Potato Head at that point. Yeah. Came back, better looking. Wait, That's just wait, that guy. What's Mike Young name? likes girls. He does. I wanted to do this whole uh, show where I take like Mike Young, Brian Callen, uh, Steve Byrne, and Sergio Love, and then Mike Black. And we go on a tour, <laughs> and it's who can tap the most ass. But... Once you get an STD, you know, you're off the show. You know, Brian Callen is married, and he doesn't do that anymore. No, I know that. I'm, this was years so ago. That story. Him off that show. Okay, I'm taking him off. Let me Mike put it on. Mike Black, that's not fair, because he's gonna, he would beat all of them. No, he wouldn't. Yeah, that's the whole thing. At the end, it's Mike Black, because he Black doesn't just, get He would just fuck anything. <laughs> uh, he'll just take the other ones. Hey, dude. You know, if it, if you know, it's the right place. Look, cheetahs only get to, to eat what they can catch when the leopards and hyenas aren't around. Right. That's just how it goes. You know, if a cheetah takes something down, the hyenas go, I'll take that bitch. And they come in and the cheetahs have to run away. That's just. I have no problems with that. Part of the game. I have no problems with that. Does Mike Black's parents have photos of themselves on his? That'd be hilarious. <laughs> that would be, you go to it like their house. What does that mean? Well, Mike Black is a comic that's uh, known for always having a photo of himself on his shirt. Every time you see him for years, he wears the exact same shirt with oh. a picture of himself on Okay, on, so on you're saying t-shirt. do his parents have the same thing? Right. Well, he's so devoted home, to How it. the fuck would they know what you're talking about? Yeah, well, I just explained it. 
<laughs> you had to. You get stuck. Mike Young books a bunch of commercials. Ari's on fire right now with commercials. Yeah, Ari's always doing commercials. He's become more successful for commercials than anything else. He is uh, such a good actor. He booked a Subway commercial. It doesn't look like in any way he'd ever do work at Subway unless he was like their accountant. You right. know what I'm saying? Like he does not look like he's making like sandwiches or some shit like that. He doesn't. Do you? Does he look like a fast food employee to you? Yeah. Really? Pull it off? Yeah. Where? He's got he's the homeless. Got the homeless look. He's got that. He's got one of those. I could be anywhere. Looks. I've never seen a a, a fast food employee. Well, because we live in Los hair. Angeles and they're all Mexican. Yeah, that's the weirdest thing. I just went to. Uh, I've I mean, been killing weird. Indian casinos, brother. Really? I'm, I'm the champ of the Indian casino. Do you do a lot of Indian casinos? I love them too. They're like the new cat skills. You know what I'm saying? You're just <laughs> you're just rocking India. I just did my first two hour set. I, you did two hours? Yeah. Where? Uh, in Oklahoma, man. I did this God place called damn. The Fire Lake. Best time. The people there are so cool. Really? And I'm like, oh, dude, it's the funniest thing. I love going into places and I, I, I just start interviewing people because I just like to get to know, like, it's almost like Quantum Leap where you, like, jump into somewhere and you're like, okay, what are the rules of this place? What's going on? How am I going to solve this problem? So I just start interviewing people and I'm like... So you guys got any Mexicans here? He's like, yeah, down south, you know, a little farther down south. And this is true. I go, how about Jews? You got any Jews? He's like, oh, we don't do that here. I'm like, what? <laughs> he goes, oh, we don't do that here. Wow. And he starts telling me how, like, he's had the clan knock on his door and give him applications to join. He's like, I won't Holy do it. Holy shit. Then I'm asking, have you ever hook up with a Mexican? He's like, oh, no, no, no. I'm like, how about a black chick? No, my family would hate me. I'm like... Really? It's wow. 2011. Wow. You're not banging fucking minorities? I love that shit. That's Blake Griffin style. You know what I'm saying? That's pretty crazy that they do that. But nicest crowd. Two hours just crushing. Wow. Well, here's another joke I haven't done in a while. Bam, bam, bam. So, yeah, do you think now because of the internet, well, I would obviously these people aren't the coolest if they're talking all this crazy racist shit but do you think that there's no he was a nice guy though i, I mean like i know that sounds nuts well he so wasn't it's just he's stuck in this place yeah and i think just, it's yeah hmm. that's an interesting argument but i think if you're connected to the internet and this is going to be my point at a certain point in time you realize like you know you can find the right information and the right people to hang out with and people can get access to information in places where they never could before. Like if you were stuck in, you know, some small town in Oklahoma back in the day, that's your environment. That's like that's how you grew up. You know, I mean, you had to get the fuck out of there and go to college in New York or something to really break out of it. Right. One hundred percent. That's what a lot of people did. But now you don't because of the Internet. You're you're always getting access to all kinds of shit online. Like, look, my message board, Twitter, all kinds of shit. There's always new information, new intelligent discussions, right. and maybe discussions you can't have in your town, but you can have them on on you know on a but message you're board somewhere. You're, you, you go for it. You go. You search this stuff. I find that people, most people, don't want to do that. And I think most of the damage gets. Everyone hates Fox News and all that stuff. I really think like most of the damage in terms of misinformation is done on the local news level. Have you ever watched local news? It's like brutal, crazy, yeah, brutal. The stuff that they're saying, you're like, that is so far from the truth. But nobody has anything. They don't know that. I watched this one on marijuana, this local news show. They were talking about marijuana. This is new strain of marijuana. Like it's like it's so strong. It's actually causing people to go insane. And they were like real serious and reading their notes. And I was like, what? You can't just say that. Misinformation yeah. on the local level. That's oh, where that it's was at. the other thing it said and possibly could be deadly. 
Like, Possibly, like, like in like, the realm of like the only way weed can be deadly is if somebody ties together some like fifty pound bundles and throws them out of one of those fucking drug planes and they land on your head and yeah. break your head. <laughs> That's well, the only way weed is deadly. Unless, unless it's some kind of weed where they're, that what, what's deadly about it is that there's stuff added to it. Like, you know, like where people put cocaine on weed. A lot of people do that. Well, you can do, like yeah. The weed could be so mean. strong you think you might die. I've been there like, oh, dude, this is it. It's, it's the big ending. <laughs> I got Chris McGuire high once and he swore that it was, it was, he was laced. He didn't know. He never had some of that real strong California medical weed, yeah. you know, especially like a, sieve, a, a real strong sativa. Most guys, like what people don't know is, you know, most of the weed you get all across the country, if you're not in a medical program, you're usually getting indica because it's easier and cheaper to grow. But the sativa is a totally different kind of high. And when you give it to someone like McGuire is not just a, Chris McGuire is a very funny comic, but he's just he doesn't get stoned a lot. And we got him baked one night in the back area of the comedy store and we were blitzkrieg. So it was me and him and Joe Diaz. So he's trying to keep up with me and Joe Diaz. Oh my and I God. can't keep up with Joe Diaz, you know, and that he was convinced. He was convinced. He was convinced he was on some drugs. No, there's something in this. Something in this. I'm like, yeah, it's called good weed, son. Yeah, that sounds I, like I, a girl. I've that before, too. Yeah. That sounds like a girl who, like, d- gets drunk, does some stuff, and the next day it's like, oh, I wouldn't have done it. Someone had to slip me something. No, you just got a little crazy. You know what I think it is? A lot of people use their bowls, like, especially when you're out in a place and you're like, you want to hit this? And you're like, okay. But what they don't tell you is like, oh, last night I smoked hash in that, you know, and there's hash in that bowl. Because uh, I, I smoked a hit off of somebody's bowl the other day and it tastes like potpourri. And that, to, to, that reminds me of like when I used to smoke opium. And I'm like, that tastes like opium. I wonder if this guy had opium in that bowl before. That's you know? crazy. Whoa. Like that. You were smoking opium? Like fucking Wyatt Earp and shit. One yeah. Of those Chinese <laughs> That's what it tastes tents. like. <laughs> like, yeah. what was that? How is that high? Opium? Yeah, it was pretty sweet. It was mellow. It was just mellow high. It's like it's heroin. I mean, that's basically heroin. I mean, right? I didn't fucking see babies crawling on the ceiling or anything. Well, like you don't that. see was... that on heroin, right? Heroin's not a hallucinogen. I've done heroin. I don't Isn't like it? needles. I don't think so. I don't well, know. I mean, the movie Train Spotting was all about the hallucinogens. From well, it heroin. depends on how long you've been doing it. You know, it's like yeah. if you do meth, you're not going to be like tearing, you know, painting the house. But if you do it like for like. Two weeks straight, yeah. you're probably going to think your house needs to get painted. I you thought know what I'm for saying? sure yeah. heroin was uh, Eddie Bravo always dated a bunch of bitches that were hooked on speed. <laughs> and he used to tell me that like he had like all these like rules, like how you could tell when chicks you were dating were on speed. And one of them is their fucking house is spotless. Oh, yeah. Their house is spotless and they're always cleaning. And like these bitches never eat and they're always t- they're never tired. They're never eating and they're never tired. And he was like, the best thing about them is that you could fuck them in the ass because there was never any poop in there. It, that's <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> That sounds like the survival's guide. <laughs> the banging meth heads. <laughs> That's hilarious, dude. I always thought the ShamWow guy was on meth because if you ever listen to the I commercial, he he's always like, oh, how much you spend on cleaning supplies a month? They're like, $60, $70. like, who's doing that much cleaning, bro? Well, Unless he, you're methed out of your mind. Well, he's definitely and, doing something because he had a, a fight with a prostitute where the yeah. prostitute bit his tongue. That's right. So he was tongue kissing a prostitute. She bit down on his tongue and he punched her in the face. He has that new Whoa. movie that, that came out. He's got a movie out? Yeah, he's like producing movies now. Well, and he, uh, How much money do you make off that channel? Oh, though? millions. That's hilarious. Millions. He actually did that old movie that the uh, New York Times gave zero stars to. You ever hear about <laughs> that movie? Which one was it? it had like Postal? Bobby Lee in it and Wheels Parisi. Do you remember that movie? 
Uh, didn't they make that in Mexico? Yeah, it's like Joe Diaz were supposed to be on that movie, but something happened. Like they were they were supposed to send him like money in advance or something like that because he thought it was shady and he didn't go. That's the Shamwell guy made this. Yeah, that's funny because wow. the new one has like Lindsay Lohan. There's a part in it and stuff like Sham that. Shamwell guys, Lindsay well, Lohan. Maybe she was high. Where's Lindsay? But, Lohan? but the movie. I looks like cracked out Lindsay because I got a shot with cracked out Lindsay. Yeah, you, know you got a saying? shot. Jesus freak Lindsay. She's thinking. A buddy of mine was banging her. Yeah. I'd love to. A buddy of mine uh, who's in a band. It was a, a really crazy. Story story man he was a, a real good dude man and um i've never seen anybody get hooked on drugs more clearly like you know like you hang out with someone once and then you see them again like six months later like i hung out with him once and he was like super cool and friendly and happy and he'd been really doing a lot of yoga and he's like man you know i just found out when i exercise like i can think clear and i'm really into that lately and i kind of like just cut way back in the party and i don't know what the fuck happened to him but then i saw him six months later and he was like trying to sell me a stereo or something oh that's just, yeah just jacked out and shaken and it was it was warm out, but this motherfucker was freezing and he was like covering himself with his jacket while he was talking to me and it was like so horrible it was like I, I watched it like a, a dude who'd gotten a you know it's like he's been infected did you buy the stereo no didn't buy no stereo I love discount crack discounts bro I had a fat TV for a while for 20 bucks this really crack had sold it to me I'm like you're moving right oh yeah yeah I'm moving I gotta sell it I'm like okay 20 bucks nice television isn't that amazing that they need it so bad they're willing to give you a TV for 20 bucks mm-hmm. what is that evolutionary well it's Stolen. What the fuck is? They don't give a shit. Is it stolen? It might be theirs, bro. A lot of people before they start stealing, they start selling their own shit really cheap because that's the only shit they can. I mean, if they can, if it's a difference you waiting six hours and getting two hundred bucks or selling it right now and getting twenty and then getting high right away, a lot of guys will just take that twenty. Yeah, I don't know if it's evolution. I just think people uh, we've gotten so away from our primal roles. Do you mm, know what I'm yeah. saying? That people are bored. I mean, they don't know what to do with themselves because we're, you know, it's back to where right. we're meant to be hunting. They're meant yeah. to be, cr- women are meant to be raising babies and, yeah. you know. The way I've always described it is that we have this ancient hardware, these ancient bodies, you yeah. know, that are used to like a certain amount. We need a certain amount of input. We're designed to like, like the reason why people need human touch. We need camaraderie. Like if you don't have human touch, it doesn't seem like you should, that should like 100%. But babies can die if they yep. don't get human touch. 100%. You know, I mean, it's like, it's a real needy thing. I mean, it's a, it's a need. It's not, you know, so wh- wh- where did that evolve from? Well, that evolved from the fact that we need to stay together as tribes. And this is the way we bond together. Like we literally need each other. And if we're separated from each other for any long length of time, we, we, feel terrible when you get sick. You, know? you ever read a book called uh, Why Do Beautiful People Have More Daughters? I think I might have talked to you about that. They no. talk about how like human beings, we're still wired like cavemen. Mm-hmm. We have very primal yeah. drives inside us and it ta- they say it takes 10,000 years for something to either leave us or a, a new way of thinking. It takes that long to cycle out. It makes sense. I mean, how else could it do it quickly? But the world is changing so fast that, you know, I mean... It's it's just it's a completely different environment than ten thousand years ago. Every single aspect of it, from gathering food. You know, I was thinking about this the other day. I pulled into uh, Wendy's. I was hungry and I got a cheeseburger. And I'm sitting there in my car eating this cheeseburger. And I'm like, how did I get meat so quick? Hmm. You know, literally, like it was a minute between the time that I, I talked into the speaker to the time I'm biting down on this cheeseburger. It was one minute. It was so goddamn fast. I pulled up. I gave him the money. The guy gave me a bag. I'm like, really? This is it? And then I sit there and I'm eating this cheeseburger. And then I'm 
like, this is so I crazy. want some Wendy's. I want to be amazed by fast food. That's well, funny. <laughs> being baked. So it'll do it for you. But I was thinking it's so incredible that I have a piece of a dead animal that's cooked already and it's in my mouth and it's one that's minute. It's crazy, right? I mean, it's fast food is really a motherfucker because we, we, we all these other things that we think are important, like we got to rush around and get this and get that done. That's not really what's important. What's important is sustenance. You have to be able to feed yourself. You got to be able to clothe yourself. You got to have loved ones around. You got to have a good time. That's what's really important. But all this fucking shit, I got a meeting at five and I got to get here and I got to make this happen. The meeting, meeting is going to make sure that my career moves forward in a certain direction. And then I'm going to work more hours and I don't have time for food, you know, but shit, man, what are you doing this for? Like, where's this going? Yeah. What, what happens at the end? Do you get a fucking bag of gold and you get to run off to leprechaun land or <laughs> yeah, do you just that? get a fucking heart attack and, and shit your pants in your bed while you're clutching onto your chest and you, know, you die in a puddle of your own diarrhea with a fucking busted open heart crazy because you've been because you've been riding on a a diet pill fucking freight train that was my diarrhea sound that was the sound that was great what's the heart attack sound what was the heart attack sound so how do you make a heart attack (laughs) brian's still rocking the cigarettes man are you fuck about health fuck yeah smoke cigarettes but it's so weird because my grandpa smoked cigarettes forever yeah, mine did, mine did, my my grandpa not only die. smoked cigarettes, but he smoked pipe tobacco like out of pipes. Pipes are actually good for you. It's still not bad smoke. It's yeah, a, but it's not. I mean, he would pull, blow out more smoke than a cigarette. Right, but you don't million. inhale that. You don't inhale that. It doesn't fuck your lungs up. Really? Yeah. I'm really amazed no, when I hear people still smoke. It just blows my mind. Tobacco in medical... It doesn't taste good. What is it? Well, tobacco has actually been shown medically, nicotine rather, has been shown medically to actually have uh, a beneficial aid to a a lot of different things. You know, nicotine is actually not that bad for you, especially in like small doses. Mm -hmm. Nicotine is not what's really dangerous. What's really dangerous is probably the 599 additives in cigarettes um, that are designed to... You remember that Russell Crowe movie, The Insider? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When it went over all the shit that they... That's Carbon dioxide, too. Right yeah, or whatever. That's not good for you either. No, I mean, anything right. smoke is bad, I and mean, that's why we're hitting the vaporizer, right? Right. I, I feel way better after using the vaporizer than I do smoking joints. But not as stoned. Really? Yeah, I don't feel stoned at all right now. Let's go back in there, son. Why are we fucking <laughs> see? That's what I'm games? saying. Though. It just seems like vaporizers <laughs> to me, for the most Still part, on. just waste weed. Like that much weed that you put in there, you could have had a joint, and we would all been fucking blown out. Yeah, of but mind. it's a health thing. That's the reason why it's there. Ah, I mean, if you have a joint a day, who gives a fuck? That's not that bad for you. If you're doing Joey Diaz type smoking, where you're just nonstop joints, over yeah, and that's over when again. it gets bad. Yeah, yeah, but Joe Diaz is self medicating. You, you guys talk amongst yourself when I get some weed. <laughs> so, uh, Sam, you have the Naughty Show tomorrow, right? At the yes, improv, very excited about it. Um, who's Doug Benson's on it, right? Doug, Doug Benson, Jenna Hayes. Uh, Jenna Hayes is nice. Yeah, we got some fun people coming down. Jeff Richards gonna be playing Drunk Girl. No way. Ooh, yeah, that's scary. That's kind of cool. I, I actually that was one of the few characters from the old Saturday Night Lives I used to actually enjoy watching was Jeff Richards as the Drunk Girl. But now he's I can't that's, that's considered old Saturday super Night blue dream, ladies and gentlemen. Mm. Super blue dream. Ari's a full-on uh, stoner now. I, I, I guess I didn't realize didn't that. that. I went on tour with him. I'm like, wow. When I, when I first moved out to California, uh, Duncan and Ari were like my two first friends. And we would like always like film videos. Like Duncan was always trying to be famous with his little hobo uh, video guy. So we would make little videos for him. And, and one time I got stoned and Ari's like, didn't smoke weed. And I was like, dude, just smoke. This is actually the shittiest weed you could possibly buy. Meanwhile, it's 
like the, it was the best weed ever. I just so he fills up what the bong. Grind, I know. Bro. Well, you know, it's just like you, you you hang out with comics that you know will benefit from weed, and you're like, dude, come on, you'll you'll like this. Chill out. You need to take it. You're I'm hilarious. a pusher. So, anyways, uh, he fills the bong up. Fucking coughs a lung out. Fucking crazy stoned. And then he goes, Well, well you need to tell people why that makes you crazy stoned. Uh, because it opens up your supposedly when you cough, it opens up the air or the blood vessels in your lungs that makes more THC go into your. That sound you hear is the grinder system. grinding the marijuana to put inside the vapor. Uh, Where's your fancy yeah, grinder? People Joe? always say you, you cough when you cough, you get off. That's Where's your really? fancy grinder, Joe? Why, where's that T-shirt? Uh, so, anyways, uh, but what's crazy is after he did all this, I thought he was hanging out for a while. He goes, "Damn, I'm late for my audition or something like that. I got a jet, and I lived in Calabasas, and he was going to Hollywood, which is like a good thirty minutes away." And so supposedly he was so stoned he was driving like so slow on the highway. He was sitting at green lights not knowing to go. He was fucked up. Well, that's why like most times when you talk to people like, yeah, I got I got high once. Really didn't feel it. Because you're always really light on, oh, just a little hit. Just a little hit. Right. Just make him go for it. Yeah. Dude. Now he smokes 80 times more than me. Oh, yeah. You know, like I'm one of those guys that I'll take a good one or two hits here and there during the day when I'm working or doing something. Uh, but he's one of those guys that just wakes up and smokes and eats and just everything weed nonstop now. He's, he loves the weed. Yeah. I just can't. I I get paranoid a little bit. Yeah. Well, you should be paranoid, bitch. <laughs> I stopped well, getting I tell people. I haven't been getting paranoid anymore. I, I, I don't know if it's that's just numb. over. It's called not Pink being. Floyd made a song about it. Yeah, so tomorrow night's Naughty Show. I'm very numb. excited about it, dude. It's yeah, Naughty show, show, if you've never seen it before, it's not just a comedy show. It's a comedy show with a bunch of sketches and all kinds of other crazy shit. You still tossing my fucking, my boy Brian's ex on stage? Uh, she hasn't done, she hasn't been, uh, she did uh, something in Vegas. He's banged more girls in my show than I have. I've banged none. <laughs> He's good. banged well, that's like good three. for you. That shows your character and your dedication to a fine show. Someone needs to pick this fucking show up. Vegas people, you people at the Palms, you want to you want to show that's going to bring people rock. in over Hard Rock. You people at the Hard Rock, fuck the Palms. I wouldn't say fuck the Palms. I love the Palms. Palms is cool, man. They're Court's cool. cool too. Why do you want to do the Hard Rock and not the Palms? Because Court's at the Palms and that's his house oh, and I he's my friend and yeah. I, I would I mean, never do anything like that. Hard Rock all the way. What the fuck? That's more of a party anyway. Well, you remember they used to have that. Have um, you been by the Cosmopolitan? Is that what it's what called? It's the new hotel, dude. Yeah. It is nuts. I couldn't believe it. I'm like, wow. This we'll, is we'll top shelf weekend. crazy. Yeah, we'll be there next weekend. Next weekend is uh, Mandalay Bay. I'm at uh, the I'm Mandalay so Bay jealous Theater. of you guys, dude. Come on down. Hang uh, out with I'd us. I'd like to come watch, man. I'd like the to UFC's see you guys. that weekend, too. Yeah, dude. That's going to be such oh, a great... No. John Jones, 607, yeah. brother. That's my home area code. Buffalo? Is no, Buffalo? it's, uh, it's actually... He's Binghamton. I'm Cortland. We're just outside Syracuse, man. Wow. 607, dude. Six, you, do you feel like you're? he's representing? Yeah. Oh, dude. I get, so, I get such pride. That it's Ryan, Armenians. Ryan Bader fight's a great fight. That's it's gonna be a good fight, dude. Fight. Bader's very cool. dangerous. Anderson Silva's gonna be a good fight too. Yeah, Anderson Silva versus Vitor. That's but he changed like training cool. partner. Training. Uh, Anderson did. No, uh, Belford. I read changed his uh, training manager. No, 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 no. He just he his he trainer. had Sean Tompkins was one of his striking coaches, and he worked with him for. He's been working with him for a while. He stopped going with him, and he's working with Ray Seffo now. That shit's a, Ray Sefo's a, a, a bad motherfucker. Yeah, I'm sure. Really I just get good. worried when you start changing trainers right bef- like a week yeah. before the fight. That's kind of weird. I don't know how many weeks it's been, but uh, I don't know. I'm excited for that fight. I like both those guys, man. And they're both those guys who get in the octagon and have that like that, that like world class scare you 
like factor. You yeah. know, you're like, oh man, look who's across the way. Vitor's so fast, man. He he can catch anybody. You know, but Anderson's so smart and so technical. You know, it's like. You know, a lot of people are saying, well, Anderson had a problem with Chael Sonnen stand up. Totally true, but I don't think he was anticipated as much. I think he was anticipating Chael to try to take him down. Whereas with Vitor, he's definitely going to be thinking about Vitor's stand up. It's a a very interesting fight. I can't wait, man. I can't wait. Mm. It's like finally someone who's not intimidated. They're both intimidators. I think that's a big thing. And it's just, I mean, to be that successful in the octagon is crazy for well, that long uh, since 2006. You're going to have to do your own UFC drunk cast that night. Uh, yeah, Brian's going to be there live. You guys. By the way, uh, the 90 Show podcast number two is now up on iTunes. Cool. Thank you. I'm good, dude. I'm good. I'm good, dude. I'm good. Trust me. God, just take one shit. hit. Okay. Duncan, trust him. Jesus. That was a fake hit. That was He's a like fake. a girl. I, uh, that was a hit. That was it. No. <laughs> He's like a girl. What, a girl's known for fake hits? What does that even mean? I don't even know. <clears throat> so I was reading online, some people are upset at you because of uh, that you got a kick out of a girl calling you a nigger. Can you believe yeah. that? They're mad at me? Yeah. Why? Uh, Do they, they think it's racist? Up. They don't understand context, and they don't understand that you have opened yourself up, and you're communicating with all these <laughs> folks online, honestly, as if they were friends. Yeah. You're, see, we are all friends here, and we've been friends for many years. And you're treating us and you're treating these people online the same as the same way you're trying to free friends. them. That's what I'm doing. I'm like, you're because I feel like sex is like the thing that defines you the most. And sometimes if you're in the weird shit, you like hide it. And that's how, you know, you end up hanging yourself in a fucking closet. You right. know what I'm saying? Jerking off. Well, people think there's something there's something wrong with you because you like that. And that's that's a strange thing, man, that someone would judge you for liking that. I don't care, man. You know, you're not, you're not a racist at all. I mean, I'm no. Known I Sam love for, people. I've known Sam for more than a decade, and he's never showed any prejudice towards anything. Whether I it's love men everybody. or women or gays or you know any, everybody any on an individual basis. Yeah, man. Absolutely, you you are a hundred percent across the board like that. But you know, there's something about you that likes naughty shit. Yeah, you know? I mean that's why you have this show called the I'm Naughty crazy. Show. I'm crazy. I'm a little and, messed and up. If you're banging a chicken, she's calling you a nigger. It's like there's something about that that's like I'm Whoa, in. Dude. I can't believe we're doing this. I dig it, dude. You know what I'm. <laughs> saying because it's like taboo man right, that's what everybody likes people online are such fucking knuckleheads that for whatever reason they're turned off by this like they don't man, understand good way to alienate a crowd you know good way to alienate your audience like what are you saying by being honest <laughs> he's not calling people niggers as a matter of fact he's not even calling the girl that he's banging. yeah he i'm wants, getting called yeah, it he's getting called it dude have you ever been called the n-word by a black guy yeah it's the greatest feeling ever it's paul funny. mooney, paul mooney said it. It to me. yeah dude i love that he goes yeah. oh use use it you ain't white homie you He's yeah. Armenian. He's a nigga. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's Oh, you're so going to cool. find out someday, homie. You're a nigga. <laughs> yeah. You're a nigga. You're a nigga with whiter skin. Okay? You're a nigga. It's just so interesting. <laughs> and I, I'm, like, racism used to be, Joe, uh, you can't go here. You can't do this. You can't date them. You can't work here. You can't eat here. Right. Now it's like, because you don't agree with the context of the joke, it's a racist joke. It's There's nothing racist. Nobody's being held back. No one's being forced yeah. into something. It's, it's true. Like, it's the slippery slope because- yeah. For a while there, you couldn't question it. If someone goes, you're racist, you're like, okay, hey, dude, dude, yeah. let's not get crazy right, here. Right, it's right. like 1980, it's 1990. Like girls will say, you hate women. Yeah. You know, if you if you think they're a cunt, like, you hate women. Brian Posehn is the best line, because a girl actually said that to him. He goes, yeah, you know, here's a funny thing. Every girl that said that to me, I hate. Yeah, <laughs> that's a great line. 
It's a great line. It's so true. Like the idea that you stand for everyone with a vagina, that's completely ridiculous. Because we're in an argument and I disagree with you. All of a sudden I have issues with all women. No, that's like a, a weakening thing. It's like a trick that they use on you to like to try to get you to submit. And like, it's hey. it's about trying to stop the conversation because yeah. they have no oh, more. I'm gonna nothing label you. Yeah. You're a racist. That's what racism used to be. If I called you racist like ten years ago, that was the yeah. death blow. Hey, settle down, Bob. No, hey, hey, that's come how, on. Just yes, you're a racist. racist. Oh, hey, come on, let's yeah. not get crazy. Yeah, it's like, whoa, you're getting good putting a label. Is it? It's a funny thing, man. I, you know, I have a joke about it. Like that, you know, I never say the word nigger unless I'm on stage or unless I know for sure there's no white people around. Yeah. But I don't, I don't say it like, like, hey, there's a bunch of niggers. I say it like your friend walks up. There's no white people. Like, what's up, nigger? Yeah, and yeah, you give yeah. each other a pound. It's also so interesting yeah. how the rule applies. To like who it applies to and who it doesn't apply to. Like I've heard comedians all the time saying the N word on stage. Black guys. No, I've heard white guys say it. But only if they're using it in like saying that someone said it. Like I saw Norton this weekend and he was doing a bit on Mel Gibson. Hilarious, by the way. Jim Norton was fucking. Yeah, awesome. he's very funny. He was hilarious, dude. I laughed hard. It was the first time that I had got to see like a guy do like a real headline set in a long time. Anyway, he was doing a thing about Mel Gibson where he was, you know, saying the word, you know, like how Mel Gibson say, "I hope you get raped by a pack of niggers," and you know, it was it was really funny. But he had to say that word because it was in that context. Right. He was in this is he's repeating what Mel Gibson said. So if he said the N word, it would have sounded. Awkward, you know. Right. So Mel Gibson said, "I hope you get attacked by a pack of n words." <laughs> no, you gotta say, just you're thinking, gonna repeat what he said, right? You have to say it. I always felt Mel Gibson wasn't he didn't mean it in a racist kind of way. He just meant it. He's in an interracial gangbang porn, no. and he just wanted to see his girl get ganged by black guys. <laughs> no, he's an asshole. No, man. he is an it's asshole. Clear, he is an asshole. And I also, calling, you know, it's a different when I when I was and I got people gave me shit about that joke, like about even saying it in that joke and saying that I would call my friend a nigger. But I, I would say that. I, I would never do it if there's black people around. Like, I don't want any black people to get offended. I don't want anybody's feelings to be hurt by the words that I say. But what's so, what's so, isn't it supposed to be all about intent? I don't get why people want to keep taking things away. I understand, you like, know why? The because they have jobs, bro, and they have to work. And when people have to work and you're in that sort of environment where everybody's, like, super proper and you can't say certain things, and they want to keep taking more things away. You know, it's like, it, you, it, you used to be able to call retards in the office, I'm sure. You used to be, but if you work, if you're like a boss and you have a bunch of employees and you start throwing around the word retard and this fucking dopey cunt, you know, you start talking like that, bro, you can get sued. Yeah, 100%. They'll sue you and they'll, they'll like, you know, you, you'll have to like pay out your employees because you're subjecting them to like And I can understand and, that, but like in terms of art, like art is meant to stimulate, whether yeah. it's positive or negative, it, it's... It, you. Is that true, though? I mean, yes. it's, it's expression, right? It's and expression, it, but it's if supposed it's to... an expression, and if, if someone like violently disagrees with your expression, they violently violently disagree with the thought behind it. So if it's like you know, if if you have a racist bit, and it's clearly a real racist bit, and even though you think it's really funny, and a lot of racist people think it's really funny, for some people it'll be like, whoa, 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 like this is a bad expression. I want to stop this right where it is. Right. I see what you're doing here. I totally agree with that, but I mean, personally, man, I love America. I love like. The Southern Cal is the greatest thing because there's so much diversity here. There's Anywhere else you go, here. there's nothing. Yeah. And I know there's like part of England and France and Germany are very diverse, but no one has a Latin American like population mm -hmm. that we have. And it's like that's what makes America amazing. And then you go to somewhere like 
Canada where it's all white people and it's like just a weird kind of like but they're also super fucking friendly and no way, they are they are crime they are it's like mm-hmm. you know it's like what do you want you want all the flavor and the crime or do you want like less flavor nice people it's a tricky thing I mean a lot of that's why a lot of people like move to Colorado after they live in California that's what, one of the reasons why I did it's like people are different there they're a little more relaxed there's less right. crime it's less bullshit there's less angst you know I like the diversity dude I like it too but I, I don't like all the goddamn traffic and the crime no that is one thing you know? But I like diversity. I like Crime how everybody's shit, different. Dude. I like how everybody's different. Yeah. I mean, like so used to it now. Like at first, it was kind of scary, I guess, because <clears throat> I mean, it really is like where I live. I'm one white person on a block, almost. You know, I, I, it's just everywhere I look, it's you know not white people. So at first, it was kind of scary, but now it's it's like if you feel used to it, almost. Right, like right, it feels right. like oh no no I, I'm kind of Mexican looking. I mean, LA's so. great. You can get in with a, like an Armenian taxi driver, take you to a hip hop club, to it, dance to hip hop. It's not the diversity that's the problem. It's the overpopulation. Yeah, it's too many people, and when you have too many people, for sure, there's going to be a bunch of crime. It's just the way it is. Well, there's only so many resources, and yeah. some people got to take resources that aren't readily available. Well, there's that. Yeah, and then there's also just there's going to be more bad apples because there's more humans you know right. if one person out of a million is doing fucked up shit that's going to make the news you and there's know? no and only one out of the herd anymore yeah if yeah, you, you make it to the them. party you can stay at the party you know what i'm saying yeah you can't fix them and you can't kill them so what do you got to do you got to lock them in boxes i i also think that you know i mean in terms of racism i think there's something about and you see it in L.A. a lot. It's like people like to believe there's some shadow group out there holding them down. Right. You know, and that's across the board. Yeah. Like there's some people who like to act like it's 1950s and like they're oppressed. Now, I'm not saying one certain group, but you see certain people saying that. Like right. female comics make me laugh because they're always talking about how hard it is to be a female comic. But usually they're what they're bitching about is the same thing male comics have to do. I think it's harder to be a chick, man. I think it is, too. I don't. I, I think you move very quickly. I think I think there used to be, but now you see these girls who are who are hitting quicker, and they're they're learning comedy on the fly. If they kind of if right, they show, because and, they get success before they get success in right. stand up, they get TV success. Or, yeah, they get everything. So they're yeah. lear- they're making they're having a career while they're learning. So I think like it's in that sense, it's I I think if you show a little bit of like skill, you get moved up quicker. In my opinion. Well, I think they're looking for funny chicks because they're so rare. So when you see one, they're so rare that that's why you think that they get moved up quicker. Yeah. Because there's guys that are getting moved up at the same rate, but there's more guys. So it's like, you know, it's 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 right. it's harder for each individual guy. But for I think it's the same amount of chicks get success as guys. And it's I think it's harder. I think their subject matter is limited. They can't talk anything about politics. I don't hear politics out of some chick's mouth. Who the fuck are you to be running this country, hooker? You know, guys will hear a woman talk about politics and instinctually want to think the opposite. They want to, like, because com- they're trying to combat this woman from taking over. Like, it's like natural tribal monkey instincts that you have to suppress in order to let a woman talk. So you got this woman. Woman who's talking and she's on on stage in front of a, a crowd with a microphone and a spotlight and you're a man you're a man and she's commanding the attention well just your caveman instincts are like there's something wrong with this dynamic i i don't know man i just like some like elisa lampanelli i feel that she's able to say things because of how she looks and who she is and she's right. funny and joe diaz isn't 
It's the same thing, man. Yeah, but look, it's ugly not the people, same ugly people can rock it harder. You know why? Because they're ugly. Right. You know, there's something that's a weapon. When you're a comic, being ugly and fat and fucked up is a weapon. You know, you use that shit. Like this motherfucker's funny already. Why? Because in real life, we've come to associate ugly, fat, fucked up people with the guys who are the most reckless. They say the craziest shit. They're the ones who get hammered. Probably funny. Right. Right. You know, right probably right, had to develop right. a good personality because right. chicks weren't into him because he had a gut. You know, those guys are a lot of times. Well, they that's have the where most comedy flavor. comes from yeah. because it it's a defense for, mechanism. But for what I'm saying is, for a woman who's a normal-looking woman, you're a normal-looking man. You know, a normal-looking woman. I think it's harder for her than it is for you to go on stage and to. to I don't. I think it's harder for them. I think their subject matter is more limited, especially if it's like a regular-looking girl. Like, there's a lot more dirty girl comics now that are good. I think because of Sarah Silverman. Like they saw that. Oh she, yeah. She, she was successful, right? And then there's a lot of pervert chicks out there, but they were like holding that back, right? You know, and so now I think they recognize that that's a viable option, and people actually like it. They like that kind of comedy. No, like I think they do. They accept it because it's paradigms. Yeah, that's my opinion. But like, being, if I get dirty, they're like, "Oh man, you know, all oh, great frat boy comedy." If a girl gets dirty, it, it, girls are almost like, "Yeah, you're representing right. us." Well, I sort of. It's, it's if it's not different. dumb, I think Sarah was the first. Sarah Silverman was the first like really good female. Yeah, dirty she's comic. very funny. She's really Joan Rivers good. was phenomenal. Yeah, she was good. I mean, but she was not dirty like Sarah Silverman, though. Sarah Silverman's brutal. I mean, maybe Joan Rivers is saucy, you know, but Sarah Silverman talks about taking shits in elevators. And yeah. I mean, she's fucking funny, man. Yeah, and then she's Lisa raw. Lampinelli came through, and she's really dirty, too. Yeah, there's 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 many more of those now, but I think Sarah was like the first one that was like really good Chelsea jokes. Chelsea Handler does yeah, that, yeah. too. Chelsea's, she's exactly. she's a that. party girl. Yeah, you know, she's like I feel like that's the, more acceptable yeah. now. That's it all is. I'm trying to say. I'm just saying it's still harder for the chick, man. It's harder to be. You're more nervous. You have no you no know, physical confidence. Ah, uh, see, dude. And here's another thing, man. Uh, you know, it's like I. And then I recently I was uh, leaving the improv and I saw this female comic who used to just get blackout crazy drunk at the comedy store. I can't quite remember her name, but I used to watch her going. That girl is a train wreck. I walk by her. I see her. Um, she's like, hey. I'm like, hey. What's up? She's like, got married and then is driving this fat Lexus SUV. So I always feel like. As a female comic, you have an out. You have a backup plan. My backup whoa, plan, whoa, if I don't whoa, make whoa, it, whoa. is failure. You're telling me you can't find some gay guy and suck his dick and he'll give Come you a house? On. Listen, bro, you could find some sugar mama. If she's got some ugly dude that she's banging, you could find some ugly chick that right. got divorced. If you really want to do that, you could do that. But how many girls want to be a, under control nah, of some man for money? You're saying that that's like a viable option. That, well, if you're going to drop the standards that low and assume that women will do that and get married to some dude just for money, like all of them have that in the bag, like as an escape see, clause. I don't see, you could say that for you, too. Because you're you're making an assumption that chicks would be willing to do that, that they would all be willing to do that. No, that's not what I, I'm not saying. All of them. I'm saying well, you, that is a is it's an, an option. option. But it's not for an option for all of them. First of all, it's not an option because they don't want that. They don't want some dude that they're not in love with. They're just there with the money. You know. So if a lot of them, there's no option. Um, you know, you're assuming I'm high right is. now. I can't remember. <sighs> I had a rebut to that, but <clears throat> I just, I just. I think it's, it's hard on every. My point being, yeah. everybody has the same kind of like. Uh, problems and com- comedy is just a hard business. You know what I'm saying? It's easy. It's hard, but they're, they're like the actual business is not the easiest thing in the world. No, and it's, I think it's that applies tricky. to everybody. And yeah. sometimes people want to make it up like 
they have a harder time than everybody else. Do you know what I'm saying? I agree with you 100%. People definitely do that. And when I see like some 20-year-old kid on YouTube bitching about racism, I'm like, you're like, it's a different time. People are getting along better. Everyone's boning, you know? It's also, but it's in his, it's in his perspective. He still sees an injustice, even though it's like, you're like, well, it's not the 1950s where they can't use the same water fountain. So there's no injustice, like lighten the fuck up. But he still sees something. There's still well, that's some what I'm sort saying. Of, it's like everyone believes that this person right. holding them down. Yeah. The, you know, that is a problem, man. The self-defeating sort of uh, attitude that some people have that it's like, you know, hey, man, it's so stacked against me. You know, there's there's some guys that the world is always fucking stacked against 100%. Them, 100%. Uh, Nick DiPaolo, love him to death. He's one of the funniest fucking guys out there. But I got Nick. Uh, he played the part of my brother on news radio. And uh, Nick is just always used to everybody being a cunt. Ah, these fucking queers, these fucking cocksuckers, these motherfuckers fucking with me. He's always, you know, he's always like someone's always an asshole. This guy's a douchebag and this, you know, whatever. So it's like Nick DiPaolo is like always got this like negative vibe. So he, worst case scenario, the casting lady was a poon hound or a male version, the female version of a male poon hound. Loved dudes, right? And I'm not saying she did anything with these dudes, but she loved to have them as friends. She was, it was so big for her. She loved it. And she had all these guy buddy friends and she'd hook them up with parts. And sometimes they weren't very fucking good. They weren't good actors, but they were pals with her. So they got cast for these roles. Well, when we, when we wrote this script, you know, there was two, I had three brothers and two brothers were going to be played by my friends. Brian Callen played one brother and Nick DiPaolo played the other brother. Right. And we had already worked it out with the producers. And this is exactly what we wanted. They knew these guys, the guys had come in, like they, they knew, like right, right. They had, they'd been familiar with their work. Like, this is perfect. This would be really funny well that my friend goes in to meet the casting lady and it's supposed to be like prearranged and she decides that she's gonna put like some other boyfriend of hers in so she she cuts him off she cuts to Apollo off and like does something with the paperwork I don't know what the fuck she did I don't know how she finagled it but all of a sudden she made it is look as if uh, he couldn't do it and this guy's doing it so I call Nick up and I go what happened he goes I don't know what the fuck happened you know I went down there I talked to the girl <laughs> so I go hold on a second I'm gonna fix it I'll call you right back so we had to tell the girl no this this part was already given to this guy and so so nick couldn't believe it when he came back on the set when he was on the set he's like it's real i'm really he's That's like hilarious. waiting just waiting for someone to fuck it up and boom somebody fucked it up for him you know it's uh self-fulfilling prophecies yeah. man that goes back to what I you're saying. saying that he's really negative but i mean for me it was really funny that it's just like he's always that way like he's to, always negative I but that's why his fucking comedy so yeah, funny. Yeah, he's very funny. I worked with him at the Riviera oh many years ago. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. He's a very nice guy, dude. Dude, Nick DiPaolo's a killer. When I saw him back in Boston, he was like, he was like, uh, I was an open micer. I was just starting out, and he was like a, a real pro by then, like maybe two years in. So he was like doing a lot of road gigs, middling for people. You know, he was like super active. And I remember watching him on stage once at Stitches, just fucking light the place up oh, for yeah. twenty minutes, and I was like, wow. Like, can I do that someday? You know, he it's like some of my favorite jokes. Man. So vicious, you know, vicious with his material, man. He's, so, he was something about AIDS awareness. Like, who doesn't know about AIDS? Dogs <laughs> fuck with condoms now. <laughs> <laughs> He's so funny, that dude. Sounds, that sounds totally like a Nick DiPaolo line. He's so funny, man. Yeah, yeah fucking. Dude. That's that. Watching that whole casting agent thing was so fascinating, man. This woman it's was like the male bitch. version of you know a guy who uses the casting couch. And if it was a guy that was doing that, he would be a piece. Shit! If there was a guy that you just was, just need a podcast. Become- you just need to get a podcast, Joe. That's what the casting couch is like. Like you know, to some people.
Okay. You know what I mean? Well, anyway, what I was saying was, <laughs> it just what this woman no, I know used to do saying. was the male <laughs> You know what I'm but saying. But no, it's not. What I'm saying is... It's like a casting couch. It's the new version a of podcast? Cast- is podcasting? Podcasting? Is, is that your game? That's is ridiculous. that your game? No, no I'm not bringing think- anybody on the ca- this show that Red I'm banging. Is. That's what you're saying. He is. He's using a it little to get bit. laid. That's great. I'm totally fucking joking. You're not no. joking. Because no one else thought that. That isn't even in the back of my head. But in your head, it's in the forefront. No, that's, the, that's the, in millions of people's heads. You know, like- Do you have girls bombing on you because of this podcast? No, not, on, not because of this podcast. I'm saying podcasting. Podcasting is the new the the couch. Like, hey, you want a podcast? We can hook you up with a podcast. No, you're saying what? this. You're acting like you're people saying are this. saying this. This is ridiculous. No one else dude. is saying that, dude. <laughs> this is not like a common theme. No, that's what I am saying. That's you, you're oh doing that. That's the, like the new version of the casting couch nowadays. No, not, podcasting Brian. is so no, it's big not, right now. You silly fuck. And here's why: because you're not auditioning people for a part. You don't have them come in and maybe I like you and maybe I like you. The reason why these people have like this, these weird relationships is they 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 get the person, whoever's acting, you know, whoever wants these parts, thinking that, look, there's a thousand people trying out for this. Who's going to be my best friend? Who's going to be close? Um, yeah, definitely. You see it all the time. Dude, I've seen when some they would cast for some things, you would see a big fucking line of people and this power, this ultimate power over the people that come in. Casting people... Some of the fucking creepiest people have oh, very nice yeah. ones. Don't get me wrong. I've met a bunch of very, very nice ones. Some of them, you know, they, oh, they yeah, don't they cool. don't take advantage of the power and they're just, you know, they're just friendly people and they're just trying to have a good time and everyone's nice to them because everybody wants to be on a show. So for the most part, the job is pretty right. positive. And, right. it's, and they look, they got this guy, like the guy who uh, got me Fear Factor, Jeff. I'm sorry, I don't remember his name, um, his last name. Uh, he was a great guy, a super, super friendly guy, like no negativity at all. And he was a casting guy, but he was a guy who genuinely, Loved productions and loved good work and loved like putting together TV shows yeah. and shit and you know you know he had cast a bunch of like really good shows so it was positive but a lot of them man they just fucking feed off that power, power corrupt they're man. just creepy fucking shitty dumbass opinions and I remember being in a, a fucking a casting agent room with this chick and she was like chubby and unattractive but very confident which is always odd right you know and why, why Joe Bartnick she... has the best line he goes never put a fat chick in power because she has too many axes to grind it's true <laughs> it's true and so this one um, she sits down with me and it's like um, she sits down and you know she's like judging me breaking me down you know I'm this young guy and you know she's probably like 40 and kind of creepy and you know just something predatory about her right so she starts talking about where you're from and I said well I was, I was born in New Jersey but I grew up in Boston she goes yeah well I'm from Jersey too but I don't tell anybody I tell them I'm from New York I go why would you tell them that you're from New York and she goes, I don't want people knowing I'm from New Jersey. I go, that's ridiculous. I go, so you're telling me that like you, you define people by the, what state they tell you they're oh, from? God. And she just looks at me and she goes, would you like to start reading? Like right there. Oh, like, yeah. I, and, we're like, and then I'm like, what have I done? And then there's a part in this fucking this, this audition, and it's a really embarrassing audition, okay? Because I have to pretend that this cow is now my girlfriend, you know, and that I love her, and then I have to leave her. And at one point in time, I have to sing a song to her. So I have to sing this fucking, oh, the lyrics to this Bruce Springsteen song. God, that tape would be gold. Oh, my right God. Now. To this, Joe and Rogan. she is looking at me like, like with a half an eyebrow raised. 
and like, you're wasting your time. I'm never going to give you this part anyway, but you have to do it because I told you to do it. So here's your audition. Scared person. Oh, it was death. It was How death. How many just people on the Dry dog shit logs coming out of my mouth. <laughs> I was trying to get them out. It was like I had a hundred logs of dried dog shit in my mouth. And I'm just trying to, I got to get them out one at a time. I can't wait to get them out. And then finally I got it out and I got to leave. And That's hilarious. Never heard from it again. I hate auditioning, man. Oh, sometimes it's, it's brutal. It's the worst thing about acting. It's like, here, you know, we want you to be, we want to know that you can pretend to be someone else. So we're going to give you, you know, a totally alien environment where you're sitting there, there's a camcorder on you, assistants, everyone's got their arms crossed, and, and, and you're going to read. And one time I was, I, I got annoyed once because I was doing this audition and I was reading with this assistant, and this fucking dude couldn't read, man. It was like, you're supposed to be like reading with him, like, some, like, listen, Mike, if we don't get back there by six o'clock, we've got a real problem. You have to be able to at least say that. This guy was like, listen, if, no, Mike, listen, oh if you don't get God. back there by 10 o'clock, we have a real, I'm not kidding. This guy fucked up every line. He was like super, super nervous. He, everything that came out of his mouth was like a jumble. <gasps> I'm like, you stutter and fuck, this is a movie audition. I, I, I remember auditioning for this really, really bad sitcom, not a sitcom, a comedy movie. <laughs> And I didn't want to go on the audition, but I was, t I was like, I don't want to do this movie. If I ever do this movie, I'll be unhappy. And my agent's like, listen, sometimes it's better to get things, then you turn them down, then more people want to be... And I'm like, oh, that doesn't even make any sense. But all right, you got me. I'm there. So I go, and I audition for it, and it's brutal. It's so bad. It's like this... And I'm supposed to play this guy who's like really happy about being married, and I'm trying to convince my friend that, you know, you can be married too, man. This marriage Who is amazing. Wrote this? It's so bad. I have no idea. So anyway, horrible. there's this horrible English director you know he's got this like like a really powerful english accent and he's and he wants me to ad lib so i just get done with this these awful awful words i mean the, the the dialogue was just wooden and stupid and he's like all right this is the next thing what i want you to do is i want you to take this piece of paper and i want you to write on it just married you're very excited okay you're you're going to let him know you know just married and i stopped and i said you know what? I go, if this guy was an actor and we were on a set and I was already, uh, I already had the part, I might ad lib something and I could probably come up with something. I'd sit down and, you know, figure out some good lines for this. Right, I right. Go, but this is an audition and this guy's an assistant and I don't want to do that. I can't. And so stand I said that. I actually said that. Like these are my words. I don't want to do that. And they go, okay. Well, thank you. Thank you for coming in. Okay, and I leave. And my agent calls me up, fucking furious. What did you say to them? You know, you can't do that. You're gonna get blackballed. Do you understand? I go. Do I understand? I go. What did I say? I, I was honest. I said this is a, this is bad. There's a, an assistant here who can't read, and you want me to ad lib to some shitty fucking movie. What am I supposed to do there? Why did they? Fucking, yeah, that's just this time. I don't think that what I did was rude. I think I let them know that I didn't want to do their movie. Yeah, you have to have. You did. You got to put your foot down once in a while. I can't, this town respects that. I, think. I can't. You can't say, "Come here, read this for the first time." Now write your own shit and put it in there. Well, okay. Which will probably end up in the movie. Oh, that's a great line. Do you remember that Zab Judah did that? Zab Judah apparently was doing this movie with some guy, and uh, I don't want to say the guy's name, but it rhymes with Eddie Murphy. And he was, uh, <laughs> he, was doing, he would say like really funny lines. And then... Uh, the and boxer? Then, and then, Zab, did I say Zab Judah? Yeah. Judah Freelander. Jesus Christ, the fuck is wrong with me? <laughs> Judah's all I'm together. Like, wow. Yeah. Yeah, wow, the boxer's in a movie. Yeah. Thank you for noticing that. No that show would have went on the internet. Oops, too late. Anyway... <laughs> Uh, so Judah's doing this movie, and Judah has all these like great ad libs, 
And in the next scene, like in the next take, like Eddie Murphy's got the ad libs now. Uh, Judas, now Judas, like an unpaid writer. Wow. Like he's writing all these great lines. And, he just and now jacked. Eddie Murphy just jacks him. That's horrible. <laughs> well, it's like. I, I, you know, and what I, can you do? I totally get what they're doing. They're trying to find the best person for the job. I get it. I get it. But God damn, it was dumb. You know who's on set that's always cool universally? Makeup girls. You ever really? notice that? They're always the nicest people. They always have a cool vibe. I knew one that was stoners. crazy. I knew one that was completely insane. So really? I'm sorry. Yeah, I met one early on that was just out of her fucking head insane. Was she attractive at all? Because she's not attractive, too. No, she wasn't attractive. Whoa, who's this unicorn you found of uh, awfulness? She, I don't know. She's a nice person. She's just a crazy person. Yeah, I knew one that was uh, that does uh, both like movies and, but she also does porn sets. And oh. she lives in a van, and it's a sweet van. But it's like, you know, like you go in, they have couches, and you can smoke weed, but I think she lives in it. What is it like to go from Columbus, Ohio, like where you grew up, and all of a sudden you're in L.A., and you're like entwined in the porn business for a brief period of time where you're like hanging around with all these people? and Like, are you loved? Or are you like are they like dude what's wrong with you well it's it was interesting it was interesting seeing what that was all about very quickly and understanding how it works and how you know the whole game of it that was interesting what did you get out of it like you know did you did you get out of it like more of an understanding for those girls who do that well i think the best thing was is that you get a what i call it i don't know what would be like a brother no a second cousin aids test which is you know because they every time they uh shoot they get an aids test and then if they don't have AIDS, then you don't have AIDS, you know? So <laughs> it's like, I love so your it's like math, bro. So, it's so like, ergo, so I don't like have AIDS. Free AIDS Second test. cousin AIDS test. Yeah, it's what like if a, her pussy's just super resistant to it, but your dick is just... It's that, like, her pussy's like a be rubber. But it's better it's like, than not, not having yeah, AIDS test. She got she Teflon fucks, She fucks so much. The inside of it is completely calloused to the point where nothing can get in. There's no open skin. Mm-hmm. But but meanwhile, it's like this, you know, this leather pouch that contains... AIDS loads. Yeah. And AIDS you're, sticking, loads. you're sticking your dick in there. Well, I mean, most guys, I don't know about you, I, I never went, hey, I better get an AIDS test. You know, I never really do that. Dude, I got so, an AIDS so test when I was, uh, when I got health insurance when I was uh, 24, 25, and I was terrified. Really? Absolutely, completely you're horrified. You're like, oh! I was like thinking about all the times I had sex without condoms. And I was like, for sure, one of those yeah. girls has AIDS, and now I have AIDS. Like, you know, I was already 25, and I was stupid, and, you know, you don't, you don't even think about what you're doing when you're 25. If somebody gives you a, a, you know, an opening, you throw the pitch. Boom. You know, yeah. it's in the glove. Bam. You know, it's like Speeder. you can't even believe she's letting you fuck her in the first place. The yeah, last thing it is truly is, amazing. Yeah, the last thing you're going to do is throw a condom on half the time. You know, it's like you don't wear condoms until you like have like an, a, like one pregnancy scare. And then your girlfriend's like, you've got to wear a condom this time. You're like, okay, I'll wear a condom. Anyway, Will we ever is, get to the technology condoms feel good, do you think? No. I don't think they can do that. I mean, what, what is it going to be? How's it going to feel as good as no sex, as good as sex? Maybe. I mean, who knows? Who knows? I mean, what the fuck do I know? I'm, I, I can't control what kind of inventions come you out. You got a podcast. I can't. got no power. <laughs> I got no power. But, um, you know, so anyway, when I, like I said, when I was 25, I did a lot of stupid shit. I right? made a lot of bad decisions. I wasn't a mature thinking adult. I was a child living on my own. So when that AIDS test came, I was fucking petrified. I was positive that I had HIV. I was just thinking all every dirty skank that I ever banged all would flash back and find yeah. my memory and i'd get sick that sick feeling that you get especially when you don't, you're when you're a kid you don't even realize you, you have to find out from all your friends being honest about the same situation but nobody teaches you when you're a young boy like son one day you're gonna have a hard-on and that hard-on is gonna betray you okay i just want to <laughs> let you know you're gonna fuck a girl that you don't even like 
You don't want to be around her. And you're going to promise her you love her. You're going to talk to her. Because you mean it. You're going to talk to her about having kids with her just because you want to stick your dick inside of her. And as much as the hard as you try to do it, that's the exact opposite how bad you're going to feel when it's over. When you have an orgasm and, and you just have that fucking terrible, horrible feeling of regret. Eddie Bravo calls it post-nut syndrome. That's hilarious. The so, minute it leaves, who my friend yeah, used to do. It's crazy. The the leave, cloud like, part. I used to do a bit about it, about being stuck on a bus. And it's like when you, when you have a hard on, it feels like your dick is driving the bus and you're in the back seat. You're yeah, sitting in the back seat that, that, and you're watching fun. life play out. You're like, what are you even doing up there? Do you know where you're going? Like you, you're barely driving your life. But that when, as soon as you orgasm, all of a sudden you're at the front of the bus, hold on to the wheel. And you're like, how did I get here? What am I doing here? I don't even know how to get home. Who's that? Yeah. What the fuck? And uh, you know, could you just cuddle and be tender? Uh, be tender. No. What are you talking about? I gotta go. I gotta go. I gotta go. I gotta go. Yeah, and it's it's it, you really did mean everything you said an hour ago. You really meant all that shit. It's like it's so strange the difference between you know how when when you're horny and when you're trying to have sex, like how passionate you could be into someone, and then as soon as the orgasm goes away, all their qualities that you found attractive now are annoying. Didn't you? Know? you didn't somebody try to sue a guy for that? Like. Really? The, yeah, she for like, deception or something. Yeah, like she that you know to get her in bed. He said one thing, then afterwards he's like, it didn't happen. She's like, that's uh, a breach of contract almost. Yeah, I would imagine. I doubt it holds up in court though. Yeah, anything that that you say while you have a hard on should not hold up in court. I think that period. is the ruling. <laughs> yeah, this should be ridiculous. It's like he's in a com- compromised state. Very clearly. Did he have a hard on? Yeah. Well, what, do you, what did you expect? You, yeah. asked, you asked him if he was willing to marry you. His dick was a quarter of an inch from your wet vagina. Yeah. He's going to say yes. Okay, I'll marry you. Oh, <laughs> oh, what did I say? Yeah. Ah, it's really like witchcraft. No wonder why dudes would like burn chicks for witchcraft back in the day. They probably really believed that it was witchcraft. You know, that a, a woman put a spell on you. Oh, like, yeah. It didn't make sense. Like, how can I be so enchanted by her? She's a witch. And then the other fat chicks in the fucking community come storming with torches and light that bitch on fire. Like the, uh, like I, oh, it's always the fat chick. Like those two, um, <laughs> in pan- my stories it is. Do you know the North Carolina, uh, football team, the Panthers, two of their uh, cheerleaders got busted <clears throat> going at it in a bathroom stall at a restaurant. Oh. Whoa. And then the, uh, m- one of the waitresses called the cops and had them arrested. I'm like, you know she's just some chunky moo-moo that just fucking was player-hating on these two hotties going at I don't know, man. If I was a regular chick and I was working and some skanks were eating each other's assholes in the fucking no booth, way, I might go, hey, dude. get the fuck yeah. out of here with your dirty uh, asshole well, I would on wait that till they vinyl done. table where a french fry could fall down and a little kid could pick it up. public in the bathroom. All right, all right you're a Whatever. waiter at a restaurant and two guys are having sex and licking each other's assholes. Would you go, yeah, hey? Yeah, I'm saying okay, it's okay, too you said a booth. Okay. No, you said a booth. I said a bathroom. Did I say that? I think I you said stool. a booth. I meant a bathroom. You meant a oh. stall. Yeah, right. bathroom yeah, stall. You confused right. the yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Dude, yeah, you confused the shit out of us. You confused the shit out of us. I messed up I right you. now. You know yeah, you, it's just the wrong word. We got confused. Okay, so I, I get your point. Yeah, if they were banging in the bathroom, I'd probably let it go. If I came in the bathroom and two chicks are fingering each other, she I'd be like, just, oh, whoops, sorry. Gotta go. Yeah, she probably just told a manager and the manager called the cops, you know, or something like that. Yeah, she ratted her out. In America? Yeah. You shouldn't rat someone out for eating box in a toilet who's getting hurt there yeah who's the victim yeah. if you came in and she was giving her a massage would you call the police no you know what if the, she was like oh right there it hurts oh that's good that's good and she you know, like you were giving her what she needed physically you giving her a physical sensation with your fingers how's that different from eating box in a toilet stall that's my point i believe in i it. bet in europe it can fly in europe you're probably they have like special seats in there if you want to take a shit sit here if you want to get your dick sucked 
Sit up here. Hey, <laughs> they have a porn. Uh, they have a porn bookstore in a German airport. Did you see that? Oh, really? Yeah, they sell porn at airports. Holy hey, shit! This uh, I forget. I think it was Iceland or something. The they have the, like a lesbian prime minister, and she outlawed strip bars. Whoa! Yeah, that's interesting. How can you outlaw that? How can I mean that seems like that's like communist shit? You can't tell because there have been women. Look, a lot of women that get into stripping. Yes, a lot of them have been molested, but there have been women that they just needed money, and this was a way to make a ton of money, and it put them. They actually put themselves through school. I mean, it's the big cliche, right? You know, like who had a Mike jo- Mike uh, Young had a, uh, a joke about how you ever notice that all strippers are going to college. Like some year, one day it's gonna. It's like there's gonna be a whole graduating <laughs> class of genius strippers. Yeah. <laughs> it was really funny. Pussycat uh, Johnson. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Johnson. Yeah, that's the joke. Um, I mean, but well, they should have that option. If you want to stick your asshole in some guy's face and you know and make yeah. a, a thousand bucks a night, you should be allowed to. Because is that less humiliating than working at Denny's for a hundred bucks a night? I don't think it is. Oh, I by think, the way, I think if you want to work fucking, if you're a hot chick and you got a nice body and you want to work five hours and you want to stick your, if you're, not? you're cool with somebody Quick looking cash. at your pussy, why not? I always wanted to be financial consultant to the strippers because they have so much money and they do nothing with it. If you're like, let me invest for you. That's silly. Silly. You're not a good investor. The fuck are you talking uh, well, about? Well, I didn't. Well, You'd be not... rich yourself. This is nonsense he's talking. <laughs> trying to control some strippers' money. This is called pimping, son. Uh, yeah. I've been there, done that. I know what you're doing. Yeah, but dude, it's like... It, they don't even have cars, half these girls. Why not like invest in the stock market, trying to make some money? Because the stock market's unpredictable. They should save some money. What's That's m- what they should do. Put squirrel some away. The problem is, you know, when all of a sudden you're making a thousand bucks a night and you're doing a job that sucks, if you don't want to be there all the time, you know, you'll start spending money just to kind of placate yourself. You right. Know, a lot of people that have. Or their like, boyfriend spends it on Xbox or some shit like that. That's true, too. They support men, too. That's a, the other, the weirdest relationship with strippers is a lot of them have like super loser boyfriends that just cannot get jobs you know and that's why these guys are willing to accept that their girl will climb on guys laps every night and, and, and stick their tits and guys they're not into it man most of them aren't they're just weak men and this girl needs a man and needs a man to like be serious with her and live with her and and, and still allow her to work this job and most guys are not going to be down with that but losers guys who have like shitty jobs or guys who are just really lazy and they they don't have a problem with a girl taking care of them they got no problem with that so they're like you know go ahead go ahead you work don't that think there's job. some guys who are just into that like yeah, that whole cockholding thing yes. and all that cuckolding yeah there's a few that are into that but most of them are just losers most of them that's why you know they beat the girl up eventually or yeah, get yeah, mad yeah, at her yeah, or yeah. something oh, you, you're not even a fucking man you're having a job you fucking whore you know there's always always something you know it's, it's I always. still want to be their investor <laughs> Uh, aim, aim high aim yeah high. go for those strippers yeah thousand dollars a month invest Cash. that shit it's a good that's a good move I think I like the the way strippers think. Just make a shitload of money and just spend it on drugs and drinking and shoes. You like that? <laughs> and shoes. Is that what you would do if you were a stripper? Probably. Yeah, you wouldn't be starting your own business. No, sure. I wouldn't be thinking of that. I'm fucking working nights. Morning at a gas night. station. I want to yeah. invest. Sleeping in. <laughs> strippers have to sleep in. You know, they're out till four, five a.m. every night. Yeah, it's a lot I of work. I think the best part of the envi- uh, the economy being bad is hot chicks working at Denny's now. Have you noticed that? There's really? Like, yeah, I was in Phoenix. And I went to this Denny's, and these chicks were hot. Really? Yeah. Wow. I guess you got to take what you got to take. Right? I think it's awesome. 
Hot chicks in bad situations, brother. I Is love that. Is that what you shit. love? Yeah, I do. Like when you they drive shitty car. Up? Oh yeah, when they're driving like shitty cars, you like, like that, uh, or riding the bus. LA's you know, drive by, you see like some hot chick on a, getting ready for the bus. You're like, how easy could it be to be the knight in shining armor? You know what I'm saying? I got wheels. You get so? you where you gotta go. Yeah, dude, I love bad situations. <laughs> hot chicks in bad situations, my favorite shit. There's more of that happening now than ever before. That's for fuck sure. Especially you know? in LA, where they just yeah. move there. It's like yeah. What happens when you're a chick and you got a sugar daddy, and then your sugar daddy goes bankrupt? Oh, that's Imagine that shit, man. Then all of a sudden you got to get a job. Oh, fuck. I've been fucking this fat cocksucker for five years. That's my job. You know, she's like, I got to join the workforce now. Or when they, you know, you get married, then they, after a couple months, they get divorced just to get that cash. Do you think that it's, you know, how many girls take that path that you, you described earlier about that, your comedian friend that all of a sudden she's driving a nice car? See, I don't, I, how many know, girls do that? I think there's a lot. And I don't see it as the, I, I don't think necessarily, uh, being attracted to a guy because he has wealth is a, necessarily a bad thing. Well, it is a it is a feature, you know. It's well, like it's does he have primal. a big dick? The big dick is going to be nice to me, you know. I like that big dick. Is he does he have a strong body? Strong body can protect me. Is he handsome? Yeah, I'll find him attractive. These are all rewards. What about the money? He's broke. Fuck this broke ass bitch. Yeah, well that makes sense. Play that's that Kanye very West song. Huh? Yeah. I ain't saying she's a gold digger. Look, that's just the way it is, man. It's like it's it's a part of nature, you know. Someone providing is an attractive feature. It's all well and good if you work hard and you're an honest man, but if you're still making five bucks an hour, you might be retarded. And, right? And I need, you I might be you, a retard. Yeah, I don't need you raising my my kids on twenty bucks a week. Okay, 100%. we need to find more money. You fuck. This that's is ridiculous. what they're supposed to do. Yeah, there's a game going on. You're playing the game. The game's called capitalism, and you don't have any chips. Right? You got no chips. You're out there. You're you're humping just like everybody else. I know you're being noble and all that shit, but we got to come to a realization. That this world runs on certain principles. I gotta get that paper. My baby needs resources. I gotta get that paper. Yeah, babies need resources, man. You can't be running around with babies with some broke ass motherfucker. That's yep. a pain in the ass, man. One hundred percent. As we make this trek into this new stage of existence, where fucking robots are going to be doing everything retards are doing now, yeah. that's going to be very strange. So, it's going to be just like Iraq War when the soldiers come home and they're like, "Now what?" That's what's going to happen. All these retards are going to get kicked out of you know any any like mindless job is all going to be eventually done by robots. Yeah, what do, what do they do? What do they do, man? Robots don't have to sleep. They can work 24 hours a day. And once they can handle delicate measures and do things, and once it's economically feasible, which eventually it must be, it's like everything becomes cheaper and faster and easier as time goes on. So eventually there's going to be some sort of robots that can do virtually everything that people do when you charge people's, you know, where people get paid $7 an hour, any, any fast food jobs, any, all that shit's going to be handled by robots. Yeah, I, I, fucked. I, some people can't be doctors or lawyers. They don't have that. Ment they're not built like that. They're more hands-on. You know, they're meant to be like working. You know, building cars or whatever. You know, they're more like. Well, that's all good shit too. I mean, that's not a that's not a mindless thing. That's no, I'm not saying that's mindless. Stuff. I'm saying. What I mean where is, where are they like going to work? Dumb labor jobs. Yeah, yeah. I well, the, the dude, people that are in, someone's like into making cars and the, yeah. like a craftsman stuff sort of thing. They could find the other things. Like and people what, are always though, get, if the, well, if the art, robots are building all the because like, where are the jobs. Cars are art. You know, like a, a car, like a hot rod yeah, or something. Okay. Like that someone who fabricates a car. Let me just That's say, like I wasn't art. saying that they that was a mindless job. I'm right. saying like these people aren't built to be because doctors I need, or I know what you're saying. Okay, eventually robots are going to take over those parts. So where do they go? Because they can't become doctors or lawyers because that's not really what they're. 
their wheelhouses, I guess. Do you know what I'm saying? They just have to figure out something else. You know, I mean, if you don't have, if your job doesn't exist anymore, the universe is not sweating that. All right. You got to deal with that shit. Right. And if you're smart enough to get to that point where you're good at one thing, you're going to have to figure out how to, you know, use what skills you have to get better at something else. Because obviously that, that part doesn't exist in society anymore. You're just going to have to face up to that. Adapt or die. It's really that simple. You yeah. know, it's like the, we can't nerf the world for people that, that can't catch up. Nerf the world. You know? I like There's going to be some spots. Where it's rocky. There's going to be some spots where people had banked on something being successful forever, and then it's not. And what are we going to do? We're going to keep it alive, you know, just for the sake of these folks? No, these folks have to fucking they have to figure out what's next for them because this thing is going to die off, and then a new thing is going to come around. Right. I totally agree with that. The problem is, do you ever wonder or worry that there's going to get to a point where there's all these people out there with no place? Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like we're, you know, it's like we keep talking about creating jobs. I mean, like, and they're all fucking and they're all making babies. Look at Redbox, Blockbuster Video. There's no need to have Blockbuster videos anymore. You can just throw up a machine at every corner now, and that just right. takes out the whole entire store and all those employees. Yeah, you know, it's, it's crazy. Yeah, well, there's that. Yeah, yeah, they figured out how to cut the middleman right the fuck out of the picture. And right, DVDs are so easy to burn. You know, it's so easy to make DVDs. If somebody fucking steals one, and you can replace it. It's not, it's not hard. You could do one on your own. Home computer. How ridiculous so is that? You can you, make a they goddamn go? DVD on your home computer. Yeah. yeah, where do they go? That's my whole point. Well, w- w- where is society going to go? You know, because we keep inventing crazier and crazier things. Like, it's so funny if you go back and look at like the pioneer days when they crossed the I was watching the show the one that I was talking about earlier the wild within right the uh, the, the hunting show well I was watching that and he tried to do what Lewis and Clark did they were like they made like boats out of like um, buffalo skin and sticks and shit it was like craziness like they t- tipped over in the water it was ridiculous and I was thinking about it like them living back there, like that was just accepted. Yeah. You were happy you had a gun. 100%. And, you, and you would think, link back to remember the old days when folks had to kill things with spears? Yeah. Like you thought they were idiots, right? Well, how are, how are people going to be looking at us? Just in a few years, when just in 20 new, years. Yeah, when I see a new baby, I think, man, this kid's going to be around for like 100 years. Imagine what's going to be going on in 100 years from now. Dude. It's, uh, it, just think we were 100 years 10. ago, what was yeah. going on. It's happening so quick, too. It's like maybe it's not even 100. Maybe it's like 5 or 10, whatever the fuck it is. What's it like every year our knowledge doubles or something? like? It's like some crazy number where it's just it's going so fast. And Japan's even farther ahead than us. There's an awesome quote, and I can't remember what the fuck it was, but it was about uh, gigabytes. It was about how many gigabytes uh, from, I think it was like everything that human, the, the entire stored... Um, results of all human writing and knowledge and everything that's ever been written by people up until like, I think it was like 1996 or something like that. It was like the date that they calculated this was only like a certain amount of gigabytes like ever, like a very, very small really? amount. Really? Yeah, very small amount. But from then to now, we generate that every two days. Wow. Yeah. Holy yeah. cow. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. It's insane, and I, I'm, I, forgive me if I don't exactly have the numbers correct. It might have been 2001. It might not have been 1996. This is all pulled off the top of my head. But they were talking about how insane just the uh, the output of text and, and and information and ones and zeros and 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 just writing that people do now with blogs and newspapers and news sites and this and that. Isn't um, everything you read all day and photos and Twitter and Facebook and constantly you're constantly like putting out gigabytes and gigabytes and gigabytes of information. Isn't uh, the internet, is there any possibility it fills up? 
Or no. is it could just keep no, they'll going? Just it's infinite. It. They'll just expand it. They'll what just... is this new internet they keep talking about? Internet well, 2. Well, Internet 2, yeah. I think right now it's just for, for it's either just for educational purposes or just military purposes. Internet 2 is just, what, just faster, pretty much. That's all it is. It's not. Well, like we shouldn't really different. be talking about it. We right. don't really understand it. I don't even know what. Hook out. Internet. I'm pretty sure what Internet 2 is just using a different form of. Just, uh, it's faster, it's right? It's faster. But will we. So we'll never fill up Internet 1 where it's like there's no more. No more websites. Yeah, I think it's not going to change. I think it's going to be the same internet, just different speeds. I think the foremost U.S. advanced network consortium. That's what they're calling it. Is uh, everybody still mad at me about the N-word? I guess it's an education thing. It says, led by the research and education community since 1996, Internet 2 promotes the missions of its members by providing both leading-edge network capabilities and unique partnership opportunities to together facilitate development, deployment, and use of revolutionary Internet technologies. You just said a whole lot of nothing there, dude. Okay, you know what you said? You said this is some elite shit that regular people can't get. Yeah, that's, I, what, I, that's yeah. what I'm thinking. And when when and the zombie be... apocalypse happens, it's coming. these fiber optics will be underground and we'll still be able to communicate with each other, but your AOL account will be dead. Yeah, okay? that's why I'm taking samurai classes. <sighs> really? You yeah. haven't taken samurai classes. I just classes. started. You're, but you, you've become one of your own jokes now. Yeah. Because you said, always look out for a dude who has a sword. Yeah. That dude's shady. I, I am shady. <laughs> I like shady shit. My friends are shady, so, so I'm cool where are you, with that. where are you taking these samurai classes at? Uh, it's in um, Century City. It's an all, like, uh, cent- yeah, Century City. It's the. What uh, do you do? Well, I just started. I've only taken a couple classes. So we learn uh, striking, and, they, and then I'm about to take my first sword class. I'm very excited. So you learn striking Weapon with samurai? Weaponry. So you learn striking like karate, like punching and kicking too? Yeah, yeah. So what, what made you want to be a samurai? Um, something to do? Just a dream. I'm like, you know what? Just I was a dream? Taking, yeah. I just take an acting classes and they, they make me miserable. Great teachers, but I was just miserable. So I'm like, why do I want to do that? I want to do something I've always wanted to do. Wow. And take samurai classes. So you were taking acting classes. You didn't like it. You decided to take samurai classes. Dude, that's funny, man. I that's just hilarious. Like, I, How does your manager feel about this? I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> I don't care anymore. I'm so over. I just want to like have fun. You know what I'm Are saying? You? Are you over it? Yeah, I'm just kind of, I just, I enjoy it and I love doing what I do and I'm happy with who I am. As, and now I just want to learn how to fucking wield a sword. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's what I want. Well, man. you know, it's when you come to a certain point in your life where you're like, you realize you're, you're making a good living doing what you want to do, like you as a stand up comedian, you headline all over the country now. I'm blessed. You have. You have checks coming in. Yeah. And once you get that freedom, you're like, I can keep doing this, man. Yeah. I can keep doing this. You can't stop me from being funny. And then you go, I just want to be myself. One day I just said, no more bad gigs. Whoa. I'm not doing gigs I don't want to do. I'm just like, you know, I, I stopped the day job because I hated being at the day job. I started doing comedy because I wanted that freedom. And that's kind of like what I'm doing now. So I'm just rocking Indian casinos. Just, you know what I'm saying? Live your life and have some fun. Why not? Man? That is really, man, what it's all about. In the end, what, what, what you have down as your accomplishments is all nonsense. It's like, how did you affect people when, that you came in contact with? How much fun did you have? Did you have a good time? Did you spread a positive, you know, overwhelmingly positive or overwhelmingly negative uh, message and you know, dispersion of energy while you were here? Yeah, I mean, like to do a two-hour set was so much fun just to have it and see what was working there and what didn't work and you know i was getting applause breaks on stuff like if i 
like political material that you totally wouldn't think like a, an indie casino in Oklahoma. Well, would that's be what about. I was talking about with, with with the internet. It's like people have access in these places in these rural communities now to virtually everything that you have. When I was living in Colorado, man, I didn't feel disconnected when I was in a town of you know a few hundred people on the top of a mountain. Yeah, it definitely keeps everybody close. It's different, man. It's a, it's a different world we live in. You, Oh, yeah. You know what else I really think's helped comedy, too? South Park. And I think that's because <laughs> people... Are used to just fucked up yeah, ideas they, you know, for jokes. So yeah. I, you know, I was doing this show the other day, and it's like, oh, they're really young. And I, they tend to be more... I always thought they were, they were fun to do kind of dirty jokes for, but more risque stuff. They sometimes cringed. Right. And I was doing it, and they were just going with it. I'm like, wow, that's so crazy. And I was talking to them. They're like, well, these kids all grew up on South Park, you know? They all <laughs> yeah, they all true. just know, like, they, they they get this weird sense of humor that's not necessarily, it's like, you're way better me. than Garbage Pail Kids and the shit that, you know, that we grew up 100%. with. 100%. Dude, when I used to do colleges back when I was young, when, uh, when I lived in New York, I did a bunch of them. There was one point where I did a, a whole string where I would do, like, colleges for, like, just months and months at a time, because it was was really, like really good money, like way more money than I could ever make doing in clubs. But I would go in front of these kids and he would talk about sex and there were so many virgins in the audience. There were so many people that would look back and forth at each other and they didn't have a fucking clue as to what I was talking about. And I would say, I would say it, like it took me a couple of shows where until eventually I went, how many of you guys have never had sex before? Just kind of, just give me a little clap under the table. And they started laughing. Like, it was so what they were thinking of. Like, it killed. Oh, like, yeah. just me saying that. How many guys have never had sex before? They were like, ah, he knows. I'm like, wow, you're like children. Now they're doing meth and fucking each other in bathrooms and watching porn. These kids have all grown up watching, like, ass-to-mouth porn well, over and over and over again. Well, here's the thing that's so again. funny. I know, like, uh, virgins... Who, uh, who have lost their virginity later in life. And the girls were like, I couldn't believe he's actually good in bed. And I like that would be a train wreck. Well, these guys have been watching game film for like the last 10 years. It's like, if you had to watch 10 years of footage of football, you would know you, the play. Yeah. And you just got that one time on stage. Like he actually knew the play, knew where to throw it when he was open. <laughs> it's the same thing, man. That's probably like how a lot of guys watch the UFC and think they know how to choke somebody. Bro, I know how to do it, bro. You got to get your hooks in. Well, it should be easier, though, in a weird way to, like, explain, oh, this is yeah. the blah, blah control. You're like, oh, so I know yeah. what that looks like, so it's probably a little easier than when there was nothing around. Well, if you were in a fight with somebody and you had no martial arts experience whatsoever, but you were a huge UFC fan, and all of a sudden, in a scramble, you wound up on top of this guy, you'd be like, okay, I'm in the mount. Now what do I do? Oh, I, gotta drop, I gotta drop some bombs. Yeah. <laughs> and you hear your voice. You would, oh no, he's dropping bombs. He's definitely hurt. There you was know? a dude that we were hanging out with in front of the, the improv one night and he, he came to one of the shows and he said he got beat up by these dudes and while he was getting beat up, one guy was doing me, he was doing an impression of me while the other guy was hitting him. And he said he was getting his ass kicked and while he was getting his ass kicked, he thought it was fucking hilarious. He was like, oh, the guy was like oh, yeah. oh, oh. and I'm like, I'm sorry that happened to you, dude. That sucks. Yeah, you know? dude, that's crazy. He, was, he had a great sense of humor about it. We yeah. actually made a video about it, didn't we? In front of the improv? Yeah. It was on YouTube somewhere, I think. Yeah. Dude, dude, that is great personality, funny. man. You can tell a dude's personality by how he takes an ass kicking. Yeah, you know, he's some guys telling can, the story. Yeah. Like, what, what made him get his ass kicked? Did he tell you that? Because he seems remember. like a nice guy. I think some guys just jumped him. I think some douchebags. Why also, wouldn't he flip the story? He was also a stand-up comic, too. Yes, he was a stand-up comic, I, too. I did right? open mics with him. Yeah, Who what? is this? Just some guy that used... I think he works for Leno or something like that. He was doing open mics briefly, and then I, he just stopped doing it. Or he moved on to somewhere else. He decided he wanted to be happy. 
Yeah. <laughs> right. There's a lot of guys that just can't you, take it anymore. The pressure, the pressure of constantly trying to come up with new material, the pressure of performing, the pressure of I'm trying to advance. A lot yeah, of guys I, drop I sometimes off. get I like I love writing and I'm I'm blessed. You know that I can write a lot, but sometimes I just get. I love stand up. I just hate the business of stand up. Don't sometimes. you find that the the writing is also just a matter of sitting around and doing it? Though a well, lot of it is just forcing yourself to do it. And I talk to myself all day. Like that's how I like to write. Do you write on paper? Uh, sometimes, but mostly it's just like me turning bits in the thing because I know I'm going to go up. So I'm just thinking of different ideas and where I could fit this. And does this. it ever drive you fucking crazy when you, you have an idea in your head and someone just won't stop talking to you and you like want to run away and you're like, hold on a second, hold on a second. No, no, no. But this guy was like, don't talk right now. Like you have the slipperiest of grips on this brilliant fucking bit. And that's the crazy. You feel like such an, yeah, right. It's terrible, but you feel like an antisocial douchebag for going, shut up, stop, stop, stop. But meanwhile, they're like stomping over, your beautiful collection like you've got some beautiful painting that you're making but it's invisible and they're running in with shit on their shoes just stamping all over oh like, yeah stop 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 it happened to you me gotta the other do day. that because what happened might- the other day I, I thought of something while i was plugging in uh like to an outlet in my bedroom i was plugging something in and uh i thought of like this bit and i was like i gotta write this down i gotta write that so i'm running to the living room and my friend's like talking to me i'm like no 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 stop 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 and then they like wouldn't stop like be quiet i'm like wait i need to write something down and then like i tried to get like my my whatever my ipad on and was trying to type it and then while i was typing it slowly they kept start talking again i'm like no no and i'm like all right i forget the the, the main part yeah, because the, then it just disappears into <laughs> it just the disappears. It's the worst because it's you could be on just you have a, like this slippery grip on the most brilliant idea. You're like, fuck yes, this is awesome, and for whatever reason, you barely have it. The, the your 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 hold on creativity and like imagination it so requires like a certain frequency in your brain. It so requires like a certain focus. And when someone comes in, hey, Break fart, poop, bang, 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 clanging pans together. Come on, let's go outside and drink. All of a sudden, it's gone. You're out of the it's, trance. It's, it's like I never think about just saying it out loud either. Like I, I never go, okay, uh, yeah, the moon is a pie. Moon is a pie. Moon is a pie. You know, maybe like, that I, would it be it. Shut up, shut up, shut yeah, up. Moon is a pie. pie. Moon is a pie. Moon is a pie. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> if you said it, maybe it would work. Yeah. yeah, yeah maybe do. they would get somewhere. Or to stop I text talking. myself. I do that all the time. I do that, yeah. dude. I do that all the time. Uh, well, I just use the Notepad feature in, in the iPhone. Oh, Notepad feature is awesome. I, I have a, I have a uh, Droid. Well, get rid of that piece of shit, yeah. bro. What the I'm fuck? waiting. I'm Catch waiting till I know that the, the iPhone iPhone's one? not gonna be as good. Pull I know up this, that, it's funny fight story. Funny fight story on my channel. Pull uh, that shit up. Um, yeah. Have you ever done a bit and you were about to give it up and all of a sudden it catches fire yes, for some reason? Yeah. I had this. I do this bit about crimes of awesomeness. And I, uh, I was started it when I was in Australia, and it just was eating it. But I'm like, that's so funny. And I got back to the States, and I remember, I'm like, I'm just going to try it. Because it ate dog's dick in right. fucking Australia. And I went there, and I did on state, and the place just goes, boom! And I'm like, I knew that was funny. It was so interesting. So was it the Australians didn't think it was funny? Yeah. I, so it's just their sense of humor is just different. I, I, uh, maybe it was just wordplay that they didn't understand. Uh, maybe, right, we, maybe I call it homeless shelter, but you know, maybe they didn't know what that was, and they call it something else over there. Right, but I, yeah. I, 
I didn't care enough about to ask anybody at right. that point. Hey, what do you guys call? It? Oh, we call it a uh, homeless loft or some right, shit right, like right. that. You know what I'm saying? So maybe if I had tweaked it on, in that way. Hmm. It could just be the sense of humor, too. It's so funny how people in other countries just have completely different I sense of humor. I love it, dude. Like I England? Like, you ever watch like English stand-up? Yeah. And they're laughing and shit, and you're like, well, I don't understand what they're saying. I don't yeah. get this here. Oh, I love the British House of Commons. That's yeah. good comedy, dude. That's, what is that? You ever watch that? No. The British House of Commons, like, it's basically, it's Congress meets a Your Mama's competition. What? Is yeah. it a show? No, it's their parliament. It's the their... real, the real parliament. Oh, yeah, dude. It is the best, man. You just watch it. A guy gets up there, and he'll give a speech, and people start heckling the shit out of him, dude. Really? Yeah. Well, they were going to send George Bush in, but they're like, no, he can't go in, because they were going to... It's like trying to do the Apollo, you know Really? Yeah, it's like dude. a white people's Apollo? It's so awesome, dude. I love watching it. And, like, they get snarky back, and they kill hecklers. It's so much fun to Where do watch. you watch this? On uh, C-SPAN. Whoa. Yeah, not worth it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. It sounds pretty fascinating. I love it, it, worth dude. it. I love almost everything British too, dude. Do British you? people are. It's fun. It's a fun place to party. England's awesome. I, I always love performing in England. The people are cool as fuck. You want to hear this video? Yeah, play that video real quick. This is the kid who was talking about getting his ass kicked. Tell us what happened. Okay, I was living in Chicago, uh, and. Uh, I was walking to work one morning, and these two kids out of nowhere just pushed me up against a fence, and they're like, you're not going anywhere, you're not going anywhere. I'm like, I have to go to fucking work, right? The kid fucking hits me right in the jaw. It was swollen like shit. And the kid goes, he's rocked, he's rocked. And I watched fucking this guy doing commentary, and I'm like, I know where that came from. And that was my first thought, instead of, oh my God, I'm in trouble. My first thought is, this guy's quoting Joe Rogan at me. That is hilarious. So I'm fucking like, all swollen up and shit sitting there at the doctor and uh my girl what happened so he emailed me back you know, it made my day honestly like it's the only positive thing from that story but it made my day that is hilarious oh that's what it is he emailed me the story and then i i emailed him We're gonna back put this and then on YouTube. Show. it's a hilarious story that is so that's just hilarious you're the, you're in the vernacular, brother. That's ridiculous. Rocked is in the vernacular. I try not. To, I, I'm so conscious of not saying it now because I mean, sometimes it just comes out, you know. But sometimes I say, man, I shouldn't say that shit so often because people. There's like an actual drinking game. I say it so much. This is a drinking game That's where when so funny. when someone when I say rock, dudes do shots. You know, and sometimes I'll, uh, sometimes they'll get the fucked up though, man. Yeah, that's it's so a big card. Oh, you know, like in a Frankie Edgar fight alone could give you alcohol poisoning, dude. Have, I'm, you, know? have you ever been told like, hey, if you say you, uh, you've been dude or Mountain Dude, you'd get ten thousand dollars, or like start switching up your your what? commentary with some sponsors? Oh, you mean like no, rappers? You can't. Put oh, I don't think they do feet. that. Do they do that? Like oh, yeah. pay oh, commentators yeah. to yeah. say yeah. like certain totally. things? You've been snapped into a slim jim. Well, there's certain things that they have for this. Show like you know this 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 clock is sponsored by Call of Duty or something like that. Yeah, but you can't just fucking in the middle of your commentary. He's been Captain Crunched. It's funny because I just said fucking right there, and Mm -hmm. I I caught myself like as I said, I went ooh, I swore. Oh, okay, I'm not doing commentary. I'm just talking (laughs) on the podcast. Like just thinking about commentary because I have a very clear commentary state of mind. Like it's very because it's very difficult for me to 
talk for five hours and not swear. Yeah. You know, that's the hardest part about it. Because when someone gets hit, I want to go, oh, shit. You know, I, it's like natural. So I have to like constantly be zen and make sure that I, I saw so like just then really just saying fucking there was a part of me that went, oops, because it's like <laughs> commentary state of mind. Right. Yeah. Well, it's tricky. Sometimes I get booked place with it like because I need the cash. They'll be like, you can't swear. And I don't know why, but when I'm told that I can do it. But my natural thing is F-bombs and all this stuff that I right. love to say. I just, like, that's who I am. But for some reason, like, when I go and, like, let's say to do stand-up on television. I was right. watching uh, Brett Ernst last night. He had a really good set in Lopez. Turn, this, oh. See the part where the... the okay, there we go. Oh, you're so much louder. He now. had a uh, really good part. He did really well on Lopez last night. Who did night. this? Brett Ernst. Brett Ernst. Yeah, and um, he dropped. They beeped him on something. I, can't, I think he said shit. I'm not sure if you could say that, but they beeped him on that. TBS is a cable station, right? Is it FCC regulated? I don't see. That's the whole weird. I think it's not so much about regulation, but it's more about not pissing off sponsors. Right, right, right. You know, so he he got a beep on that, and I was like, oh, I wonder if they're letting him do that. But when I'm told I can't swear for some reason. It's easy for me. Right. Like you just go into that mode. Yeah. The, the clean mode. And you know there's a box that you're operating in. We're just going to operate in the clean mode box. When you're doing stand-up, does this ever happen to you where you're talking and you're thinking? It's almost like it's almost two different things. Do you yes. know what I'm saying? Yeah. We're I'm like, doing a bit, but I'm going, okay, what am I doing and you're, next? And you're like, okay, where's yeah. this going? What's going on over right. here? Uh -huh. You know, it's like, right. it's not autopilot, but right. it's just an interesting thing where you're like, literally like, like multitasking that's why it's the most annoying thing when there's a whole table full of people talking really loud while you're doing a bit because while you're in the groove instead of just thinking about here's the bit i'm doing and this is what i'm going to do next this it's the bit i'm doing this is what i'm going to do next and what the fuck is going on over here and so all this annoyance and and, and this bad crowd these bad people who are audience members that are not you know not following by the audience member comedian relationship 100 they're, they're, they're just ignoring it they're just being douchebags and when you call that's the worst when you call them on it like well, what are we doing we didn't do anything we're not doing anything wrong yeah after you kill them yeah. that's the like when you're in a, a heckler war okay and we'll go back and forth but once i own you and it's done it's time to go it's like let that's the only time i really get mad it's like you've lost you know it. You need yeah. a you got served tagline then or something. You got served. <laughs> I, you know, I'm just, uh, the worst to me is when someone needs to be kicked out and they don't get kicked out. And then the, the people want to keep them there, like the club's trying to keep them there. And you got to go, look, man, this is not going to, you got a, a table full of drunk people yelling shit. Did I ever like, tell you, you the chick bouncer story? Yeah, a chick bouncer. Well, it, she bounced this, another chick bounced another chick. What? Did I, no, I've never no, told you this. No. Okay. So anyways, I'm, and if I told you, you can stop me. Maybe uh, you did, and I don't remember. I was uh, doing, I, halfway in. I go to the comedy store, I pull in, and I'm, I'm next. Brody Stevens is on stage, and he's got this crazy drunk Australian girl on there. And I could tell it's not going good. No one's laughing, and it's just weird energy in the room. And I walk in, and he sees me, he goes, Sam, do you want me to leave her on stage? I'm like, no, get her off. The place goes crazy. So automatically right there, I notice she's not, the crowd doesn't like this girl. Right. right? So... Anyways, Brody kicks her off. He brings me on stage. And we have just have this weird kind of exchange. And it's like we're, we're having fun with each other, but we're kind of zinging each other at the you same time. You and Brody? Time. Yeah. Right. So he's walking out. We're zinging each other. She just, this drunk girl comes off, this drunk Australian girl comes up and just starts screaming at me, get off stage. You're not funny. And I'm like, and I'm just zinging. I'm killing her. Now she's walked all the way to the front of the OR. She's in the front row 
pointing at me, standing up. You're not funny. Get the. F-. And then she's now she's getting nasty because I'm just killing her and the place is going nuts. Kill, kill, kill. <laughs> Fuck you. And she starts. Fuck you. You're oh, not wow. funny. And then I'm like, okay, where are the bouncers at this moment? Okay, right. it's because they they have like uh like um like emos over there yeah. working. You know, girl guys who look like they're in like no uh, death cabs for cutie bands. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like playing keyboards and shit. And I'm like, where are they? Nothing, nothing, nothing. She's screaming at me. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, this like five foot six Italian girl walks up. And I think she's with her because she walks up to the girl, grabs her, look, spins her around, smacks her on the ass, spins her back around, picks her up, Carries her out fireman style. Holy I'm like, shit. Holy shit. I'm like, what is going on? Brings her outside, basically gets in her face, goes, don't go back inside, bitch. Walks back up, and I'm like, holy shit. And she the-. didn't know her. I'm like, did you know her? She goes, no, she's fucking annoying. I'm like, did you just regulate? Holy wow. shit. That is the craziest shit I've God, ever I seen. I wish you had that on video, man. It is literally the one of the best heckle stories ever. It, is it takes enough. too much time to get the video. There should be a special button on your phone where you have to press it. It's really hard to press, but the video camera instantly comes on. You know, so it's a one one press button, just you can, just a fucked up situation button. You can do that. I think. How? I think you program, you program the, the home, buttons? home button to like launch an application, can't you? You can. Yeah. How could you do that? You are so light years ahead of me, dude. Yeah, I have no clue about. Well, yeah, that's that. ridiculous. Because if your phone's on 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 um, standby and you press it, you first of all you have to put in your fucking code first. No, no, that like takes if you, time. If, well, I mean, if you had a code, you'd have to deactivate obviously. your code. Right. So you'd have to wander walking around town hoping that you don't drop your phone and right. people don't get all your cock pictures. What? What? I mean, I mean, I'm just saying. Yeah. I mean, I don't have any cock pictures on my phone. Nothing but. about that. Nope, 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 nope. But that would be the shit, though. If there was some way you could just press it and it instantly, immediately starts videotaping shit. Yeah. You know, light on, go. Yeah, I'm go just gadget, always go. forget. That. I'm like, where's my camera? Why didn't I have that moment? How long ago was this? I'd say about a year ago. So you could have had that on your phone. Yeah. Motherfucker, that would be funny. I should record all my sets. You should I keep in the- touch with that crazy bitch. I bet she's just doing that to girls all the time. Any girl who does the that smack once. Smack on the ass was the best part. It was That's like, crazy. I own you, smack. I own you. I own you, smack from a chick. Did you get turned on at all? Yeah, I, I find that stuff hot. I find chicks who kick ass Crazy hot. bitches really like do. that. There's something about you wanting them to give in to you and accept your cock. Yeah, yeah, I'm telling you. I, that's why I love really smart chicks. It's just yeah, fun to like right. make them say like really crazy, weird, degrading shit. Oh, yeah. Smart chicks are the, the problem with smart chicks are, though, they're smart. And you can't get away with everything that you can with dumb chicks. And you, you have to you know, they all you get in arguments bro. and shit. They, oh, they investigate. Dude, yeah. they, they, the government wishes they had the rights that women had <laughs> where they could just go through all your emails and all that shit. There's a woman that was uh, dating this guy, and it was another one. It was a hot woman that was dating a guy who was an ugly dude. And she, uh, she, wasn't, she wasn't even open about it. She was telling people at the supermarket. I heard her telling people about, uh, about uh, how she had been planning it. I think it was at the supermarket. Um, might be disinformation. Anyway, she'd planned it like months in advance, and she was going through all of his finances to make sure that he wasn't hiding things. And oh my uh, god, that's that's yeah. the thing that drives she me. She had crazy. like every every nickel this guy made down to a science. Oh, that's trying horrible. to plot out how much she can get, and it was terrible. And women do that, man. They'll yeah. also lap relationships. They seen ones yeah. going down. Oh, yeah. They'll already have they'll, one they'll, to go. They'll, and- they're, they're, somebody said it. I don't remember who the fuck it was. It might have been Patrice O'Neill, but it's really funny. I don't remember who it was. It might have been me. I don't even know. But anyway, that chicks when they're swinging, you know, they'll they're like monkeys. They want to make sure there's another branch there to catch it. 
They don't, you know, they, they don't, don't they don't, around, they don't want to be walking out in the plains by themselves. They don't like to have, they don't like to have downtime. Yeah, to get no. to know themselves. They're like, especially nope, that where you got to take care of yourself and buy your own meals. You know, especially girls who get into that situation. You get in a situation where you're dating someone who's got some cash. You know, you ever been in a, a situation where there's a girl who just got done dating a guy with cash and you're broke and you're like, what the fuck? You yeah, know? that sucks. It's the worst. You feel so like dehumanized. You yeah. Know? That- well, Mike and I used to go on vacations, and I know you can't afford that, so it's no big deal. Oh, uh, they're just. <sighs> Yeah, just you're, you're just keeping fucker. the bed warm to fucking the next vacations. One. That's the, the worst. Mike, what they used to take you on vacations? No, no, like yeah. always wanting to go on vacations nonstop. Oh. That's yeah, that's because the that's worst. girls want to be pampered. They want to go. Let's go to the spa, and then you know how much the fucking spa costs. They love visuals yeah. of new places. Like, oh, oh, look at this place. It's also ooh. that they want to go on vacation because it represents opulence. It represents they're being taken care of. You know, here we are. We're on a vacation. Yay! You took me on vacation. It's all primal, man. You took me on vacation. It's all yeah, that. That's evolutionary psychology, man. That's it is. all primal shit. You can't hate chicks for wanting that any more than they can hate you for wanting a nice juicy ass. And right? a new juicy ass every once in a while. Oh, Sam Tripoli, you opened up that box. Sorry about that. It's hard to keep it together, isn't it? I'm trying my best. It's so hard. I love it. Monkey DNA wants to spread. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I think that's it. That's the end of this fucking show. Jesus yeah, when Christ. you start doing animal sounds, it's time to end the yeah. show. Brian's animal sound will be the final straw. Thank you to the Fleshlight. Uh, okay, dude. Okay. Thank you to the Fleshlight for sponsoring us. Go to JoeRogan.net, click the link, and you get uh, 15% off. Just type in the word Rogan. This weekend, Ari Shafir and I will be at the West Palm Beach Improv. That is the 28th, 29th, and the 30th. Come on down, bitches. It's going to be a party. Very excited about getting back there. Also, next week, Next weekend, Friday, February 4th, at the Mandalay Bay Theater. It's the big, fat, fucked-up show with me, Joey Diaz, and Ari Shafir at the big-ass Lion King Theater. And it's going to be fun as shit. We're fired up about that one. And Sam Tripoli, what's going on with you, man? Where where can people catch you? Naughty Show tomorrow night at the Melrose Improv. Are tickets still available? Yeah, tomorrow night, Naughty Show Improv. And if uh, you can check out my YouTube page, man. That's why I'm pushing right now, the YouTube, the uh, Naughty... Show comedy page. It's that's it. How do they find it? Uh, just you put in YouTube Naughty Show Comedy. Naughty Show it. Comedy page. And if Subscribe, you don't have tickets, bitches. yeah. If you don't have tickets to tomorrow night, you want to go. You got to get them now because the fucker will sell out. It sells out every single time, and the fucking show is hilarious. And like I said, it's not just a comedy show. It's a comedy show, and they have videos, and they have like games they play with the audience, and it's all like fast, and it keeps moving, and all the comics are it's, ADD it's, theater. Bro. Yeah, it's total ADD theater. It's fun. It's a fun show. The Naughty Show is a solid Thanks for show. The support, man. And like I said, it really should be like one of those casinos in Vegas. It would be a great great show like if someone picked it up and put it on you want to go for the hard rock you know and that's where they had Beecher's Madhouse too which is a very sort of Beecher's out here now is he out here now yeah he's at the uh, Roosevelt well that thing that he had the that uh, in uh, the hard rock was really successful they would sell that out all the time yeah he's a great he's but a it was guy. more of a nightmare for comics like comics would do that and they it was would have considered horror the shows. greatest war gig ever yeah it was like you would go to battle with a bunch of psychos you'd just watching you'd walk into sound it was a wall of sound you could feel the sound on your skin it was so loud yeah and you would just throw punchlines <laughs> into the darkness, and you would just all you didn't want to get booed. And I remember I had to follow Paris Hilton one time there. Did you ever? Did I ever tell you this no. story? We'll oh, end on this. We'll man. end on this. I had to follow Paris Hilton. They're like, we got a surprise guest, and uh, she just has to go up real quick. And I'm like, her? She's like, yeah, it's Paris Hilton. I'm like, oh no. And then 
Dude, she's going up there. So and you knew what was going to happen. She's They're going nuts for her. Nuts. And I'm like, I'm got nuts, good or bad. Great. They like, love her. They love her. Like, you know. Like royalty Nelson Mandela entering like the World Cup arena. You're like. <sighs> so these are all knuckleheads from Idaho that are on vacation. Loving her. And dude. they can't believe they're seeing royalty. And it just goes. And then they're like, okay, thank you. No. And barely even says it's comedian Sam Tripoli. And I walk out. And dude, I start throwing all of a sudden, boo, boo, boo. I start hearing a couple. Now I'm like Bruce Lee in the movie when he tastes his own blood and his crazy eyes happens. You know, it's like, gets his ass in and I just locked down, dude. And I turned the booze because the key to that room was getting the girls on your side. Once you got them on your side, you could start killing. So it started out booing. At the end, I got a standing O. Everybody there was like, I've never seen that before. You turned them around. I turned them around. I just stayed in the pocket, son. You know, well, that's comedy store for you, dude. That's the thing about the comedy store. You're so used to taking care of your own crowd because there's no, you get in the improv when someone yells, there's a big guy who comes over and puts his hands on the guy's shoulder and goes, bro, you got to shut the fuck up or leave. It's really simple. Yeah. And they stop it and they, it keeps a nice friendly show. But the problem with that is you don't develop those combat comedy skills. You got to have those combat comedy skills. And that's Kung Fu is mighty, over a son. decade at the comedy store, man. You learn. <laughs> I had glasses thrown at me in that place. I've never had a glass oh, thrown at me yeah, anywhere. Dude, I've, I've had, had cups. I've had water bottles thrown at me. People, they're savages, you know? And more more like disenfranchised people go to that club than any other club in the country. And like you said, emo, bouncers, the whole thing. It's a goddamn nightmare. Your bouncer shouldn't have sweater vests. That's all I got to say. <laughs> That's the, the outfit, the hipster outfit, right? Yeah, with sweater vests. I don't know how having bad eyesight is hip now, too. Maybe that's me just getting old. But it's that's some the, weird, creepy thing like you want to look like your mom's dad. Yeah, it's... You know, when he was young. Whatever, bitches. That's it. That's it for the show this week. Um, next week, uh, Bobby Lee is going to be on Tuesday. So fired up about that. And we're probably going to get uh, yeah, yeah, everyone tweet Lee. him so he won't back down. <laughs> like nonstop well, tweeting. I like, can't wait for <laughs> A bit flaky, but who isn't? Comics are, I mean, that's one of the things about Sam Tripley that's un- unusual. You're very funny, yet you're very disciplined. Very disciplined. You know, I'm you get on, you're always on time for shit. And some, you know, comics he are. He never man. sleeps. The funny ones are crazy. Joe Diaz is crazy. You know, Bobby Lee is crazy. Normal people aren't entertaining. Yeah, brother. it's just something. We're not perfect. We're fucked up humans. But um, uh, so next week, Bobby Lee, and hopefully we're going to get Joe Diaz and Ari Shafir in studio because we got a studio now, bitches. That's what I'm calling it. I love it. It seems like a studio. It's nice to be in the um, headquarters. Yeah, because uh, we're doing that show, uh, which is next Friday night at Mandalay Bay. Okay, we love you, bitches, and uh, we'll see you next week. Thanks for tuning in. As always, much appreciated, much love, much good things, positive energy your way. You do not have to be the you that you were all your life. You know how to do it. Rock it out. Do it. Do it right, bitches. Do it. Do it.